Hi. Yo. Welcome to the Oblivion Show. I'm What's Joey up? T, and this is Mr. Dolphin. Hey. What's uh, happening? Hi. I'm good. We made yeah. it. We made it into a new year. Indeed, indeed. I made it into a new big year, into my fiftieth year. Oh my god! I can't yeah, believe you. you made it this long. <laughs> You're not the only one, brother. Wow, that happened. Yeah, yeah. We, it's been a minute, right, since we did the last show. We had a break, mm -hmm. December, because I went on holiday, which was much needed. Wow, so we yeah. skipped the yeah, December yeah. show. When I was setting up today for the show, I was like, it feels like ages since we've done this. And like, wow. I had to, I had to yeah. remember how to do everything again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. It's been good though, hasn't it? We, we did, yeah. So we've had Christmas and all that sort of stuff. We had Prospects, first of all. I played Whoa, at Prospects. Excel, we DJed at Prospects. What a party. What yeah, a party. Really, really good. Then I went yeah. on holiday for a few weeks. Then I went to the UK for a few weeks. And then, yeah, we've just been spat out into this year. We did your birthday party, which was great. It was. It was. I mean, massive props to Lizette for, for putting all that together. Yeah. Like, walked into that room and I I thought we were going out for dinner. And, like, I thought she was setting <laughs> something up where we'd go out for dinner. I thought we were going to this, like, little pizza place that I've been wanting to go to for a while. Yeah. I, I thought I walk in there and I bet Joe's going to be there and Gareth and I thought like she's set something up here but she took us into the process like to kind of like like the uh, back of the prospect office yeah. and I opened the door and there was like all my family was there like <laughs> Mike and Ash or everyone from from the UK like yeah just so so many people so many so many people that you know I kind of really love the but all my all my friends and family and stuff like that and um, yeah. yeah, it was just wonderful, amazing. Then we just had a right piss up. Everyone's played some tunes. You played a banger as well. And yeah, uh, yeah. thanks. How much fun was that? Yeah, amazing. really good fun. Yeah, and if anybody wants to listen to that set, it's on SoundCloud right now. It's a shameless yeah. self promotion. Anyway, yeah. it's not all about us today. <laughs> <laughs> what? Reason here, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got and a guest with us today all the way from brooklyn new york it's the beastie boys ash kilborn what's Ooh. good how you doing Yo, mate? how are you doing great i'm good real good yeah thanks Hang for in. coming on to the show mm -hmm. how is it in brooklyn it's cold as fuck i've got the space heater like on my legs um <laughs> i don't know it's kind of sunny out it's a good nice. day. Nice. And what it's have you been afternoon. I woke up. I made breakfast, which was also lunch. I came here. Um, I don't know. It's Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Weekday. <laughs> no, nice. I don't know. Working on music. Played some shows. Life is good. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to say hello to some people in the chat because we've got a busy house at the moment. Um, let's see who we've got Shout in. Shout out to Manu. Manu's in the chat. Hey, yeah. brother. How you doing? Um, Glitch Girl, Eric Hamburg, Luke Gurdon, Lars, Martin Hamburg, Prop, um, Visera. Uh, Randy's already gifting uh, subs in the chat. So big up Randy for giving gifted memberships. Uh, Carnage Corpse. Um... John Pert, Jay Trusted, Gate System, Cam, of course, um, Starving Insect. Hey, Alex, bro. Um, Critica, 
Dean Devastator. Du, 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 du. Oh, great step from uh, Alex at uh, Prospect XL, by the way. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, really good. Got it. some nice videos as well of that. It was really, really nice vibe in there. Yep, yep. Um, Nano Storm's in. Uh, Cancel's in. Hey, Davey, bro. How you doing? Hey, um, Davey. AZ, Dolphinsky, Antagonist, Zornus Maximus. That's me. You just read out names now. Yeah, just, just, just scrolling, saying, mate. Just scrolling. <laughs> uh, Stefan ZMK. Easy, bro. Hey, Stefan. Um, Downstairs. And an absolute shitload of other people. I'm not going to labor the point there. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I hope you're all well and this new year is treating you well already. For those who have been on dry January, now is the time to get fucked up. So I'm going to be opening. (laughs) It's the 1st of February, isn't it? (laughs) 1st of February. I'm going to open this kind of hardcore beer right now to toast. Cheers. Uh, on the subject of hardcore beer, nice segue there. The Oblivion Show is sponsored by Hardcore Beer. If you head over to hardcorebeer.nl and use the code Oblivion Show, you get yourself a discount at checkout. Boom. Propaganda. Boom. Yeah. All right. I guess we should get started with the show because we've got loads of people here and uh, they probably want some music in that. So, first of all, on the show, as ever, we're going to go through your submissions in New Blood. New Blood. First up today in New Blood, we have got a submission from Gathering Storm, Methanol Contamination. Let's go.
All right, that was nice, man. I enjoyed lekker, that a lot. Lekker, lekker, Really good. Nice. Yeah. Uh, a little mm-hmm. bit about um, a little bit about Gathering Storm. Um, it's two brothers from uh, the Netherlands, Martin and there was the Hamburg brothers, basically. Give me one second. My spreadsheet is acting all kinds of weird here with information on. Oh. Here we go. Um, inspired by a lot of great, slow and experimental music that has been gaining some traction in recent years, like KRTM's releases on Arts, Conrad, Ophidian uh, as 10 CLS, Strange Arrival, Noel on Scandark, etc. We are working more and more on slower and alternative industrial music. Methanol is a horrible substance. Don't ingest it. Thanks for the advice. Uh, <laughs> once, once upon a time, I was using formaldehyde. I think I said that right for something, and I got jump scared. That's it, formaldehyde. And I got jump scared as I thought it was contaminated with methanol, which can happen and will mess up the formaldehyde application. It was thankfully not the case, but it did bring inspiration for a song title. We just did bombing some dead bodies on a nice summer afternoon. Casual, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Ash, what do you think? Oh, it's a banger. Yeah, no, I love this. the the main loop i know it changes but it's so good like you kind of can't even it's not like oh it's like ba ba do da da like it's very just like chaotic and like yeah. a loop like understanding kick is sick like uh there's a good like rhythm in the rolling like low end i think cancel wrote like a transient to make it clear like that could help but like yeah, I still love how thick and like dull the mm. sound is in a sense too. Just like a little talk, tiny yeah. talk, not an actual mm. talk. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, really the, cool that, track. The, the track's not about the mix down, really, is it? I mean, it's just everything's just crushed up into a massive metal blender, and then <laughs> and then fucked up. It's it's music for massive squat parties. I think it's like mm-hmm. you know. Honestly, I'm not sure that having that much for transient would make that much of a difference <laughs> in, yeah. in all you know all the mess that's going on, the crunchy 303s. It's it's got a groove. It sounded, I mean, it was so just yeah, crunchy, crispy, yeah, all the all the kind of dark. Yeah, loved it, loved it, really good. Yeah, I liked it as well. Um, in the chat. Uh, Ignian system slash cancel says uh, nice vibe needs a bigger transient in the kick would advise to balance the mix and create more room for the sounds to let it breathe more great idea props starving insect says it sounds like something off TTM in 2003 it's a fair call um, drastic saying pile driver kicks <laughs> yeah get behind that um, skeeter saying that's sick easy skeets all right skeeter um yeah generally everybody's really liking yeah, that really good start yeah they they sent us we we took a couple of tracks off them a little bit ago and steph and i've been analyzing and giving some feedback or writing writing some feedback to give and they sent us a pack with all the fresh stuff in last week and uh there's some really good stuff in there so uh we're gonna be back to you soon guys so keep up the great work and uh we'll speak real soon all right nice next up we've got I think this is bad acid or BD acid. Uh, anyway, BD acid inbound. No. 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 No.
All right. First thing to say <coughs> jumped out to me, and a lot of people have mentioned in the in the chat, is there's some real problems with the bottom end on that. In in, in that it's lacking quite a considerable amount. But then weirdly, about halfway through, some sub appears from somewhere. And I, I, yeah, yeah, it yeah. really needs so, some work. It's very monotone, metallic sounding, and it. I'm, really I'm, I'm guessing. Punch. I'm guessing they've got they've got a bad monitoring set up there. Whatever's whatever's going on. If they if they think that they've got all that bass in their track, and yeah, they either they've got some weird resonance going on in their room, and it's like they get this kind of artificial bass noise. But yeah, they need to fix their their uh, monitoring and stuff. I think there. Yeah, some interesting stuff in there though, like. Like nice kind of um, atmospheric intro, kind of scary, put you in the place. And then when the kicks came in, I thought that was going to be one of those kind of like fake drop kicks where you were going to get that kick for like eight bars and then it would switch into like a nice big bassy thing. And it was like, surprise, but it didn't come. And then everybody yeah. started kind of, I think, in the chat. And I was like thinking, maybe they've just got no bass. And then some weird bassy thing happened where a bit of like bottom end started rumbling in and then it disappeared. And then another kick came in that had a load of bass in it that was nice. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting tune. Had some promise, but it needs a lot of work, and I think they need to sort out their monitoring system. So what do you what do you think, yeah. Ash? Yeah, what do you think? Ash, oh, you're, you're on, mute. on mute. I knew that. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I really liked it. Uh, cool kick drum. I think the same thing. I mean, I've, I feel like... A lot of the time I'm working like first couple times on a track and I'm like, this kick is crazy, like so impactful, so much bass. And then I listen back a day later. It just needs like a kick with body and low ends, like a you know, a 909, cleanish 909 overdriven on top yep. of that to give yep. movement and impact in the low end. And I think it works really well. I really like the track. Mm -hmm. It's nasty. It's like doomy, gross. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Um, cancel in the chat says subtail is there needs some more bottom and more punch to my taste very hypnotic keep it up um da -da -da. john pert says the idea is great and atmosphere is bang on but it feels like something is missing yep um jake in the chat says need a better mix down but it reminds me of old molecule stuff i like it yeah i hear that a little bit it's a bit molecules slash coney kind of sound to it i guess um cool vibe but a little oh, bit is coney still making tunes whatever happened to to mr or mrs coney whatever they went through. i'm sure i saw something recently they used to love their tracks yeah yeah like back in the day when a french bit... when french core was still french core a little bit about this guy. BDS is, is a Doomcore industrial producer and DJ with a residency show on Toxic Sickness Radio, as well as running Demonic Wabs or Demonic Waves. Demonic Waves is a Doomcore label as a pleasure of hosting uh, artists like Fifth Era, Doom HK and Dep Effect. Um, really sorry to name a few. Apart from that, Doom, I'm a massive lover of industrial techno and the track I've sent is my interpretation of the raw power of industrial techno okay awesome somebody's just done a super chat let me just bring that up wide four five's just done a little super chat there thanks very much bro for that what's a the super rainbow. chat well on the on the chat now you can if you want to like send some money uh, to us for whatever reason or you want to have your comment highlighted in the chat you can just donate there and, and put what you want and 
do some DJ wide four five. Is that wide is that the man? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's yeah. Man. There's a bunch of different uh, options that you can do in there, uh, as well as if you're a member of the channel, you can do the special emojis as well, like the these ones. I think we've got Ooh, quite stuff. a few members in the chat. Yeah, there's loads of stuff in there. It's pretty cool, but I'll talk about the memberships after. Right. Uh, over, overall, Mr. BD Acid, keep going. Uh, maybe listen to a bit of that feedback. Um, and somebody in the chat also said about using uh, Sonarworks room correction software. If you've got a limited space, then you might want to consider that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the other, I mean, the other thing as well is, you know, if you're, if you just haven't got good monitors or you, you know, you haven't got a good room and there's not a lot you can do or you're strapped for money, just get a decent analyzer, you know, just yeah. get Vox and Go Span or something like that, which is free. And then at least you can get an idea, compare your tracks to, you know, kind of commercial tracks that you like that, you know, released mastered tracks and get an idea of where the base is sitting, the kind of like areas that are, that you want to be peaking. And even if you, aren't able to really hear all the bottom end really well at least you can visually get an idea that you're in the right ballpark which is yeah you know, that that will help agreed okay i think oh no go please go no, ahead go oh no i just remember greg you told me to get adapter the uh, metric ab yeah that really helps it does especially it really does. when you isolate like a frequency just go like low end or like under 200 for a track you trust in yeah. yours yeah, totally. Yeah, referencing is is so so important because mm -hmm. you you tend to kind of go if you have a like a if you go you know, have session for hours without referencing, you just start going, yeah, this is the best thing in the world, and it, like, and then you listen to it again the next morning, you're just like, what was <laughs> what, what was going on there? Too much coffee. Like you become, and lack you of become drunk on the music on your own music, <laughs> yeah. don't you? And, yeah, intoxicated. All right. Next cool. up, we have got. Oh, by the way, hey, Jacob in the chat. Easy, bro. How you doing, man? Yeah. Um, rupture, Vinny, how it's done. Oh, nice. That's the way I like it. I like it. That's the way, that's the way. 
Something very German about that. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um, a little bit about um, mini rupture. Um, see if I can add, um, one second, sorry. Yep. Hey guys and girls, uh, been working on a lot of collabs recently, but finally found some time to continue on this solo track of mine. I'm looking forward to get some feedback on it. Enjoy cheeky kisses from the smallest producer in Western Europe and possibly even in <laughs> <laughs> his tiny, isn't he? I really oh, like that, him. you know? I really like yeah. the vibe of it. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah, what yeah. do you think, Ash? Really liked it. Yeah. It's a good sample. Like, I love how it just, the delay trails feels like musical the, like it's not just vocals you know it's also got yeah. like a musicality um yeah i don't know it's good yeah. good track yeah had kind of like yeah kind of real got really into it didn't you after a little while just kind of got that nice groove i was i forgot i it mm -hmm. was going about to finish that's why i rushed back i was enjoying it was right. just, yeah, like, yeah 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 so so like part but like after a little while i started thinking it could do with some progression like some to change it up here and then the more i listened to it the more i kind of just got into it i was like no it's, it's just nice doing its thing just doing its kind of groove it's got that kind of that that thing that techno has where it just kind of sucks you in and just like you just on this little ride for the with the track it was really nice and yeah. um yeah found the found the vocals were kind of a little bit kind of like big camp in a kind of german techno way um you know kind of big bald head and a little leather waistcoat yeah, that's kind what of way i was which, thinking about as well yeah, yeah. Like very yeah, yeah. something very burgain about it yeah totally <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. but yeah man but yeah really really good vibe really really liked it go Vinny. yeah yeah um Chat saying, uh, nice job, uh, rich sound and nice mix. The vocal is catchy. We try to check if you can make the vocal darker, for example, TOA when the price is right. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know about the vocal, though. If it loses its cheeky edge, then I might not be so into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I could hear this uh, tune being played in a club scene, in a TV or a movie, yeah, maybe. Um, 
Starving insects written, written never mix sex and industrial hardcore. <laughs> okay, Alex. That's a uh, terrible rule. Always yeah, mix that is sex a terrible, and industrial hardcore. We, we've never lived by that rule at all. Um, uh, hey, Gemma. Good evening. How are you doing, girl? Hey, Gemma. Um, Jacob says the right said Fred vocals. <laughs> yeah. Getting, getting that vibe. Definitely. Oh, wow. Um, Da, 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 da. Jacob doesn't like the leads. Eric Hamburg likes it. Mikos, hey bro, I didn't see you there. Uh, nice solid track. Not my cup of tea though. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Yep, was I like it. Somebody said it sounds a bit like uh, One Night in Hackney. It's like a German One Night in Hackney. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, next up, we have got the Carnage Core. Evil has survived. Ooh.
I'm muted. I'll start again. Um, <laughs> another great submission from Carnage Core. Their sounds constantly evolving, changing. This one's got a lot more breaks in it. Somebody in the chat said it sounds like Eddie uh, um, or um, Goldberg variation or um, what somebody said hallucinator style. That kind of vibe I got from it as well. Um, Mass Duo from Slovakia, members of the Drum Match crew. Uh, project started in 2019. Our inspiration comes from multiple music genres. You can check out all other releases on Spotify, on Spotify and SoundCloud. We are also preparing a free download tune to be dropped at the beginning of February at our SoundCloud. Let's go and have a look. I'll put the, uh, a link to the SoundCloud in the chat so that if you want to go and grab that free tune, then you can. And I guess it will be, there's one one month ago, two months ago. I guess there's one just about to drop then. There's loads of content there. Uh, Greg? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Loads of fun, loads of kind of like loads of switch-ups, loads of triplets. Um, yeah, loads of like amens and a bit of everything. Um, kind of like nice pocky kick drums. Yeah, it's just it's just a kind of fun track, lots of, lots of variation and lots of cool stuff. And I think I said the last time we talked about these guys, I, you know, I've got a lot of respect for um, how many tunes they're getting through, you know, maintaining the kind of quality and getting better and better each time as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, these are guys that really can get tunes finished and, and getting stuff out there and keep moving on. And um, yeah, progression is very obvious, I think. So yeah, mm -hmm. great stuff. Ash? Well, I was joking to you earlier. <laughs> it's not your flavor, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's not my flavor, no. But um. No, but it's cool. I like the triple, like the triplets, like the kind of fake out, the tempo fake out, the start where mm -hmm. you can't determine if it's um, the time or one and a third of the time. That was fun. Um, I feel like the punch, you know, like the kind of clean hardcore punch that like talk, talk mm -hmm. part. Um, like he's doing like, uh, he's evolving it through the track, but the like clean, like untouched version is a little too clean for me. Yeah. Maybe like it could be yeah, a yeah. little. Good also, shout. maybe the vocals too. Like, oh yeah, the vocals weren't loud enough. No, they need to come quiet. up like three or four yeah. dB easy. Like, they but need also to like turn them up cr a crunch or something, or like like flange then distort, or like slight phase then distort mm -hmm. to give it like a little more character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool track. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay, chat's liking it. Um, do, 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 roll them R's. Do, 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 I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, people liking the snare. Um, people saying everything you hear from these guys just keeps getting better and better. Keep up the great work, man. Um, yes, I left, <laughs> I left the chat on the screen <laughs> during that and everybody could see Jay's comment about his penis to balls ratio. <laughs> <which is> <laughs> 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 whoopsie um yeah uh jace is not 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 his particular style either but you can hear the quality in the production it's just a good tune yeah i agree some minor tweaks but just just keep going keep going and uh don't worry we haven't forgotten about you uh greg is going to be in touch soon aren't you gregory mm -hmm. sorry yes, <laughs> yes. gregory yes yeah, i will I'll come reach to out. that time where i called you out about this on air <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, it's Tones. He's back. Ooh. Keeps on 
reworking, revising, reinventing this track. And he's got a new version for us with a new name. Here we go. Cool. I absolutely love it. I think it's really, really really good. Really good. Like I I made a mistake before. Uh, I said that it was a a track that he'd sent before that he'd worked on. This is actually a new track. He corrected me in the chat. I think it feels like he's found his sound for me. Uh, He's been struggling with getting the balance between the harmonic elements and the kick being heavy enough and also being set in his ways that he doesn't want to be doing what all hardcore producers and just ramming everything super super loud and losing the dynamics of everything and not doing a million different kick switches and changing every every four beats and all that kind of stuff i think he's really found managed to find the balance between a consistent kick all the way through but with a variation in the tail 
that keeps the balance and the, and the structure and the dynamics of the tune. I'm really impressed. Uh, I really, really like that. Um, what do you think, uh, Ash? Um, I really like it. Yeah. Like I like, I like melody and hardcore. Um, it's good energy. Good, good. Just literally tune. Um, it's catchy. I wonder, I listened to it earlier on uh speakers. I'm just doing it with earphones right now. And it seems like one of the kick, the first kick has like really intense phasing, like different sounds. I don't know. I can't tell if that's an if it's a phasing issue or not. I didn't have a mono switch, but it might be yeah. worth looking at. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, from like a mixing standpoint, maybe the lead is getting a little overpowering by the end. Um, like it could be side changers dropped a couple dB. Mm -hmm. Also, too, I feel like it's a pretty clean, like serum-y, like really um, full and crisp synth. Mm -hmm. So like at least in fills or something, fucking it up a little, like degrading or like bit reducting the sound could be cool, but it yeah. also could not. It's a cool track. Yeah. 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 Just finishing yeah, touches. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I mean, this is kind of icing on the cake sort of stuff really is, is kind of having those switch ups and, and like you say, Ash, when you've got a kind of um, a synth that's very full on, you know, very present cuts, right, cuts right through the mix and, and, um, uh, Sometimes you need you need to pull it back a little bit to give it room to breathe. So when it comes back in, it's like you, you keep that effect. Um, so yeah, but this is all kind of little things. I love the vibe of the track. I think Ash has um, uh, Ant's come a long way um, with his production, with his um, you know thinking about his structure and how he's building a story through the track. Um, and I think that's 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 where he's always wanted to get to. I think is having this kind of vibe that he's getting to now so yeah really 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 proud of him really really cool stuff um yep. you know it's 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 a journey isn't it it's like you know wabby sabby right nothing nothing's ever perfect and we like we you know we keep going and going um and learning and stuff but yeah i think and is really starting to find his his, his place now um yep. yeah really really good stuff in his notes he didn't really say much he just said <clears throat> I made a new tune. Is it better than the last one? <laughs> I, I, f I feel like I'm slowly getting there and finding my groove. Uh, for you, Joe, I've used uh, multiple kick drum types in there. Like the, Cause before I complained that it got a bit boring, that it needed something, but he didn't mm -hmm. want to go completely down one end of the spectrum. So he's, I think he's found the balance. Uh, thanks for the feedback. It's super motivational. I think you're doing a great job, Ant, and I think if you get this finished off, this and uh, In Your DNA is a, is a solid release, honestly. I was listening to them both last night, and uh, I think that's a good release. So uh, keep it up. Fucking superb. Yep. Next up, we have got Dwayne Davis, Diedra, with Say It Loud. Right, Dwayne's Dreadful K23 Punishment Remix. Let's go. You have fought admirably on your journey, cursed undead. Your arrival here foreshadows your fate.
right. Dwayne, not a um, stranger to the show at all. In fact, he's been sending things in a little while now. In fact, he sent this tune in before. I think this is the first track he sent in. And he got pulled up on his kicks because they weren't very good. And he's he's been away and worked on them. Um, I'll read his bio. So um, most people on the Oblivion show will probably know who I am. But for those who don't, here's a little introduction. Dwayne Davis, a.k.a. Deidre. Uh, here to provide you with some dose of underground hardcore to get your blood pumping, whether it's live or not. I'm also a music, a media music student at the Art Easy University of Arts. This track that I send has been laying in the cooler for three years and has already been on the Oblivion show. At that point, I got critical feedback that the track, especially the kick drum, sounded empty, mainly because of the transient of the kick drum. So a few weeks back, I decided to refix the track and implement the given feedback since I find it a waste that the track itself has been lying around for some time, like some dump. So, here we are. Enjoy. Uh, what do you think, Greg? I really liked it. There was loads of really interesting stuff going on in there. The intro was really nice. Some nice kind of um, unusual sounds and stuff. It sounded like there was some kind of more live instruments, like guitars or something going on in the, in the intro as well. Um, I think the drop... The first drop could have been a bit, bit um, more had a bit more energy. I think it was kind of like it, you didn't know whether it was stopping or starting. It did that kind of like couple of kicks and then a bit of a um, bit of space and another kick, and you didn't know whether it was a drop or a fake drop. Or um, so I think the first drop needed a bit more energy, in my opinion. But then as it kind of grew and morphed, and like all these kind of strings started coming back in, different different. Um, layers and stuff like that I, I really really enjoyed it there was a lot of really interesting stuff to listen to like i think the the kicks still need work they're still feels like there's still a bit of a work in progress to where they where they need to be but it's really really interesting stuff i really liked it mm -hmm. ash mm -hmm. yeah i like the track um a lot of like interesting elements and still like you can id all of them at any given moment it's not muddy mm. um yeah, cool kick drum. Mm. Yeah, pretty mm. much. I think, cool. yeah, the kick just needed a little bit of weight, more weight on it, a bit more subby element mm. on it. That's what Butterfist has said in the track there as well. Yeah, there's a few different kicks going on in there, and some of them some of them are um, were a bit more on point than others. Um, but, yeah, but they're, I mean, they're, it's definitely playable. It's much, much better than it was, well, you know, I think earlier, whatever um so it's, yeah it's progressing really nicely i think i i enjoyed it definitely yeah if you want to listen back to that guys uh you can go over to his facebook page or his soundcloud and uh, that's on spotify to go and stream right now if you want to awesome next Ooh. up we have got glitch girl versus gigi madman killer let's go Thank <laughs> you. 
All right. Crazy party, breakcore, glitchcore, everything cause. That was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The chat enjoyed it as well. I'm I'm going to attempt to read this bio that's been sent because it's a bit of a monster. But I think I think <laughs> can it's going to be summarise. Can you get Chat GPT to do a summary for you? I, I don't know, but first of all, this is Glitch Girl, uh, Spanish music producer, jungle breakcore, noise glitch, vaporwave, hardstyle, bacalao. Okay, I don't know that. Okay, so are you ready? Because this is quite something. Um, I've been drum and bass producer and hardstyle and break core in my beginnings and DJ and I've been making waves since five since like five or six years ago. Producing since I was fifteen years old. I started with Magic's music maker, Lameo, and DJing since last year, <laughs> playing mad silly DJ sets in which I mix classics like Scouse House with heavy drum and bass and foghorns with uh, oh foghorns. I'll just put that Peachy. in there. With Free From Desire or the hardest <laughs> terror track you've ever heard, for example. The, the Binley Mega chop, Chippy song with a bit of jump up or playing producer sets of my own music. I'm Spanish and went viral there in 2019 when I appeared in the New Year's Eve special of First Date's Artist Edition, being weird as fuck and playing one of my songs that the lyrics are, give me 10 euros, but then Corona automatically came and I got stranded in the middle of a mini tour in Liverpool and now I live here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can send a mini documentary that the Sp Spanish equivalent to Vice Playground did about me, but I think it's only in Spanish. But yeah, basically, I started with Magic's Music Maker when I was 15, and now I'm able to release albums with different labels, like Can Destine Record Records from Glasgow, Often Pumpin from Bristol, Suck Puck from Odyssea, Sound and Soul from Hamburg. Uh, I made a I made a beat for the Spanish artist Lunikai and a song with sixth and Apple Music chart in Spain, but I keep living underground <laughs> style and I am homeless. Um, the, the, it, it, there's quite a lot here, but there's... Um, da, 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 da. My, I'll, I'll do the last bit. My favourite festivals and shows that I've played in the UK have been with Bristol Donk Collective in Bristol, Tube VR Show... Sheffield playing the Off Me Nuts stage in Tramlines, Nightcore for Total Sluts and Bang, bang Face. Um, in Spain, my favourite shows are when I played in the same festival that Carl Cox and he played Dog Box in his techno set and the one that they let me play in Armenia, the government and the gardens. And, and I once snorted a line of coke with the local Spanish culture minister while looking at my set and then they sent me a message at 5am saying my music was good. Anyway, that's a lot to digest, I feel gang. like I need to redo my bio after, read, after listening to that. It's a wow. lot. It's, it, it, it reads like the music sounds, right? It's all a bit <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, wow. oh, Dan, Dan Dormouse is in the chat. This bio is my favourite track. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, I saw uh, Francis... In the chat before as well. Hey, bro, if you're still there. And uh, Nagasaki joined as well. What's up, guys? Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, if you want the bio done, you can you can sample it if you want, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's in the chat. Hey, the track is also by uh, Gigi Diagnostico. Ole. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was any, a lot of fun. Any feedbacks, Gregory? Break core, throw your beer in the air. There was there was one little bit in the middle. I think uh, um, 
Then some in some places a little bit more variation, which seems weird to say for a breakcore track. But there were some bits that were just like just kick, 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 four, four, um, with a synth going over. That would just like just needs a little bit more variation, um, you know, with a with the beats and stuff like that. Um, but overall, I mean, it's it's it, you know, it does exactly what it's supposed to. It's it's breakcore. It's fun. It's you know, like I say, throw your beer in the air music. Yeah, all good. Yeah, Ash. it feels oh. oh, it feels kind of silly like being um I don't know, it's already working on its own terms. I don't know what I can add, but um <laughs> it's, it's like a being really drunk when you're 13. <laughs> True, I think. Um I feel like maybe similar take Greg, but like I feel like the kicks were doing their thing, but the um the big like super saw lead is like mm-hmm. s- kind of stays pretty predictable yeah. and like switching that up could be fun i think kind of said a similar thing about another track but yeah mm. crazy too yep. crazy yep awesome keep up the great work and uh being your crazy self it sounds amazing indeed <laughs> yeah uh so that was the end of the new blood new blood but wait there's more. So <laughs> I wanted to do uh, a little bit of a, a showcase uh, slash congratulatory section, if you like. There's been uh, a few people that have come through the New Blood that have gone on and, and been signed to labels and had some strong releases come out recently. And I just wanted to throw a bit of light on them, really, because I think they deserve it. They've, they've gone a long way. And uh I think it's only fair that we uh, throw a bit of light and a bit of respect their way. So first of all, I'm just going to quick fire through these. We're not going to give feedback. This is just, we're just going to play these and I'm going to jump through them quite quickly. Um, Ash, if you you need to go to the toilet or Greg, if you need to go to the toilet, then fine. I'm just going to ping through these and uh, give these guys a bit of respect. Okay. So first up, we've got Kritika. We just had his release come out on on Prospect. This is Anarchist. Enjoy.
Fucking awesome. Critica, super proud of you, man. Release is now out on Prospect. If you want to get it, then head over to the Prospect page and grab it. Mastering by the DJ Hidden. Respect, man. You earned that. Fucking big up. Next up, we're going to go straight in with what we got here. Another person who put a load of track through the new blood and has recently been signed to Necrologic. Big shout to my man Mikos. This is Blood Money from his recent album. Enjoy. Yes, yes. Big up Mikos. Mikos. Mikis. Yeah, really nice. Come, come a long way, bro, and you fucking deserve it as well. Uh, I'm going to drop this in the chat and I'm going to move on to another one real quick because we're just celebrating people's success right now. Uh, there's a link to that in the chat. Wicked. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Next up, somebody else who came with Through the New Blood. We've got Rage Hardcore. This release is just about to drop on Survival. Survival. 
this is the last selection. Enjoy. Big up, man. Ben, fucking sick. Smashing it. Uh, all three of you, um, really proud of you guys, man. You deserve everything you're getting at the moment. Respect, respect. People calling out for Butterfist in the chat. I'm not going to play more Butterfist, not today. Um, we, we've done Butterfist quite a lot recently. Um, yes, he's probably one of my favourites from the New Blood. Um, might play some in a bit, but I just wanted to give those guys some respect. Um that last track was actually submitted for feedback on the new blood, but I I think it's it's signed and it's coming out on his album, so I think it's best for us to just show respect really to those guys. So big Reels. up, big up, big up. Awesome. All right. Um, okay, I guess we're coming on to oh, Richard's in the chat. Hey, Richard, how you doing, man? Um, I guess we're coming on to the section about you, Ash. Are you still there? Oh, I thought you were frozen then. You were very still. <laughs> it's like she's had enough. He's fully zen. <laughs> Gone. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about you. Um, first of all, and again, 
thank you for coming on to the show. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. It's not a particularly convenient time of the day for you there in Brooklyn. So uh, respect. Um, Middle of the afternoon, you, bro. What, it's what fantastic normally, time. What would you normally be doing now? Working, is it? What do you do? Tattooing, is it? I tattoo, yeah. So normally it would be tattooing upstairs here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Got you. This right. is fun. Better. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, I wanted to talk about you. And what we what we typically do is we we do the, the, the very cliche, if you like, um start at the beginning about you because you've come quite a long way in and particularly in the last well since 2017, I think it, you you've really gone up upwards, I think. But I'm really interested in what happened before that like your beginnings, oh you're going all the way back. So what what first got you into music? What what were you what was your original and first um um you know first music you were listening to and first uh, interactions that you had? Mm, I liked definitely a lot of music. I mean I think by I remember in like fourth grade, I was a super fan of uh, The Offspring. And then I read one of, I was reading their like album notes and there was like this really like fucked up song about like axe murdering like your family and your girlfriend. I was like, whoa, like music is too crazy. I'm getting out of this. I swear I didn't listen to like music or like popular music for a few years. Um, and I was, I was listening to Weird Al at the time, I was still I still had in Weird Al, and he had like versions of like the Strokes, the Vines, all this shit um, in middle school. So I got into that. Um, yeah, I think I liked a lot of indie rock. I liked a lot of like crust and hardcore and punk in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely like I think maybe one of the first genres I felt really passionate about, like hardcore punk. Um, and crust stuff. Yeah, that's the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And so what? when did you start actually like making music? What was that? What, um, how did you get into that? That was, I went to college. Um, and I was on the same like dorm hall as someone with like a bunch of monitors in their room. Like I saw it from the hallway. I was like, I bet they can steal Ableton for me. So I gave them my computer. They torrented Ableton um, freshman year, like first week. Uh, And there were people there who also made music. So I spoke with them, kind of like try to figure out like, so is DJing the same thing as producing all this? Um, Yeah. And I don't know, learned what a VST was. Uh, Started DJing too, just like at college, mostly for the the first year or two. It was, it was in parallel mm-hmm, kind pretty of much thing, yeah. the same time and also just initially i was djing off my computer like through ableton mm-hmm. um but yeah getting more familiar with ableton with like basic sound stuff um where are you at college ash were you was that in new york or you you new jersey, no it was in it? connecticut oh, no i'm okay. from new jersey but i'm was in connecticut wesleyan university liberal arts school mm-hmm yeah, I went hoping to do like a studio art major, but did not get into like the prereqs, so <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so, what was your what was your, like your first gig then? What? 
first gig was like, I was home winter break my first year. And it was like a friend's basement. They had like, uh, you know, like a PA basically. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Did you then, learn on CDJs or vinyl? You, you... Vinyl, of course. No, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> no, I learned on damn like tractor. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, I did. I remember we, um, we kind of created a club to get funding from the school to buy CDJs. And then pretty sure they just stayed in someone's room. But I did learn. Um, yeah, I didn't touch vinyl until maybe like six years ago. Okay. That was all like 10 years ago now. Just freaky. Yeah, I saw, I was I was stalking your Discogs earlier on. And I saw that in the... <clears throat> Excuse me. In the miscellaneous section, there was a Bath Salts wedding DJ mix, DJ mix for this oh, yeah. magazine. I didn't find mm-hmm. it yet, but um, what? So, what kind of music were you doing then? It, it wasn't hardcore, right? Originally, it was a range. Like, yeah, I, I remember that mix. That was kind of the first time someone was like, "Do a mix." Um, this guy Daniel, physical therapy. Did the mix series. There's a lot of DJs that I liked. Um, I'm Googling bath salts wedding. I'm just getting bath salts oh, I've that got, you could buy as I've... a wedding gift. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not that it kind was of a bath range. Salts it was a meant, lot right? of, yeah, it was kind of like freaky or trying to be freaky a little. Like there's a lot of um, like Baltimore Shake Off, Philly Club music. Uh, there was like some. I remember there's like a Tommy Knocker track in that one. Um, there's some hardcore. I think there was like a happy, like old school, like 90s happy hardcore track. Oh, here we go. The track listing. Yeah, what's look. in there? DJ Sammy, We're in Heaven, Scooty. There Scooter, you go. Messiah. You know. You get the Scott, vibes. Scott Brown. Scott Brown. Bit of Scott Brown in there. Look at that. Go on. You Allen are right. Oh, true, true. Oh. <laughs> Love Scott. Yeah. Okay, I'm remembering new things now. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. <laughs> or like, you know, the John Dalback track at the end, I like I think I sped it up like to double time. Like it was nice. sort of trying a bunch of stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Oh yeah, Dishurman. I'm not sure how you say his name, but um the bubbling track. Great track. Yeah. Still play it. <laughs> so you've had your first release. In 2013, uh, it's Coco and Kilborn. Fuck you. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. Should we play it <laughs> or not? You know, I mean, I feel bad saying no. It's something else. But yeah, go for it. Go for it. Let's, let's do it. Uh, let's have a go at this. And I'll leave the cameras on so we can see you cringing. I'm 
I won't drag it out. I love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not bad to be fair. Like a bit yeah, of booty yeah. bass kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so awesome. that was yeah. first first actual release. Uh, how old were you then? Like that's like ten years ago. You can't have been yes. very old. Yeah, I was twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and so, yeah, and it's El Coco. Is that that's just a friend from a local friend, or I I don't know. The she, name, so. um, I didn't know her super well before this, but she was like a yeah a rapper friend. She had other tracks as well. I came down. She was living in New York, and so I came down for a weekend, like from school. And mm-hmm. think like yeah, record it in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, awesome. I loved it's it. Awesome. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. Yeah, don't should never forget your uh, roots at all. So True. you had you had a few years where you you put a few little bits out as well. There was Satisfaction, two thousand and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand and sixteen, you put out. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Um, oh yeah, I was trying to make like a jump style track kind yeah. of thing, or like, like kind of the shit, like not a proper jump style track, but like maybe like when you find like a really fried video on YouTube of like, <laughs> like uploaded like twelve years ago, and it's like a jump style or like hard bass song, and it sounds so nasty. Yeah, no, that, that was whatever happens to jump style. Trying. Where did that go? Does anybody still? Yeah, it's still happening. Is it? it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not around me. (laughs) 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 That's right. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, So, yeah, I mean, what, so what changed? You put all of these tracks out that are not really like hardcore in in any way, shall we say. Um, Mm. And then there was a, there was a big change. I guess, and you, you went in a certain direction or you found your feet. What's what's the story, the journey? I mean, I think there's a lot of things that went into that. Um, I feel like partially, like, for some of the music I was making, it's, like, really, like, explicitly, like, Black American working class music. And speaking with people at the time, like, they were, like, is this kind of like odd just as like uh I don't know base I don't I don't know I don't think it's off for like white people to be involved in music that isn't like historically white obviously no, all music like traces back to black music but I think it was more this odd thing of uh you know I would make a track and because it was so novel like to have like a white person doing this it would get like a lot of attention and that felt weird, like not really based on merit, but more of the kind of uh, novelty, I guess. Anyways, that's part of it. But another part was just, I think I was attracted to, um, I don't know, a sense of history, like in hardcore, like I'd enjoyed it for, I don't know, 10, like since high school, I think high school, someone gave me like the bonkers CDs and they would have, like Scott Brown would mix like yeah, a hardcore yeah. part yeah, of the man. CD. They were the shit. And yeah. So I think it was that. I was like, I fuck with like the fact it's got um I don't know, length and history and like quality and the sound design is so interesting. It reminded me of like going to like punk and hardcore shows when I was younger, like the energy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there are so many parallels between that version of hardcore and this version of hardcore. It's it's crazy, right? Definitely. Yeah. So, um, I think there was. I was reading through. Uh, I was reading quite a few things, and it was something that you sent me a press release that was done about you and that was said that there was a, a pivotal point was when you relocated to Brooklyn in 2017. A lot of things kind of changed then. What was the, what was the decision behind that? What, what was the reason for that and what happened? Um, it was a lot of things. I think partly I wanted to be near my family. I was living in Louisiana, New Orleans. It was very far. Um, and my family's in New Jersey, not so far from here. Mm -hmm. uh, it was also like, no one wanted to hear me play in uh, New Orleans. <laughs> right. I remember yeah. like a friend was like explaining something to me and they were like, oh, because, because, you know, no one wants you to play this, right? Like, they're not into it. I was like, oh my God, like, right. damn. Wow. Um, yeah. But I was still at that time, I was still coming up to New York now and then to play shows and so you were already that made doing more sense. quite a lot of gigs at that time then? It was already mm, getting... Maybe not a lot, but a couple. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. I don't know. The scene here is more built out than most of the US and my experience. Like, there's dedicated clubs for techno, for electronic music. Um there's good sound. You can stay out, you know, uh, mm -hmm. places usually close around four with exceptions here because you can't sell alcohol past that point. But in other cities, it's like one. So, mm -hmm. wow. you know, count your blessings. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I love living here and being a part of this scene. Yeah. Something really special about being been living in the city, isn't it? And I've, I spent years bouncing from city to city and, you know, it, it, there is something really special about being in the, in the, in the heart of it, you know, being in the middle of everything. Um, and having that kind of connectivity with so many people as well that are, that are in your, um, you know, sphere or in your kind of like the kind of music and the, you know, having ac access to those kind of people to motivate and inspire you. And, you know, I think that makes it makes a really, really big difference. Doesn't it of kind of feeling like you're more in the middle of it all rather than, on the outside of it, looking in, you know, mm -hmm. certainly Definitely. from a creative aspect, I think as well. Yeah. So did, did you automatically gravitate to people like Lenny, et cetera, when you moved to, to Brooklyn, were you already connected in any way or how did, I mean, I think I met Lenny. I feel like I met Lenny at a party like I was that he was playing like one of the industrial strength um anniversary parties. Yeah. And I was just like sweaty and like what's <laughs> <laughs> you know like <laughs> um yeah no it was uh but then we you know hung out more outside of me just accosting him at a party. Um yeah I met Lenny was probably one of the first like hardcore people I met here. Um, yeah, I've been aware of his music, but actually speaking to, mm, yeah, I don't know who else. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of legends here, obviously, um, or at least a few, uh, but there's also like a lot of people my age or even younger who are into hardcore as well. Um, so that's exciting too, like meeting yeah. people. 
Uh, There's like a kind of a new wave, like a new school wave of hardcore over there, right? Mm -hmm. It's a slightly different scene to what we're in here. It's quite a contrast. Um, Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I saw in 2017 as well, you did, you were involved in a rescore for the Blade movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, It's really cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was first. It was a series that they were doing like a couple blocks away, I believe. Um, but uh, it was like people rescoring movies, whatever that means. Like some people were doing, they were playing guitar over it or they were playing a live yeah. DJ set yeah, yeah, over yeah. it. Yeah. Um, there were like bands. For me, um, what I did was I took out all of the non non-diegetic sound, like the strings, the actual music, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, dragged it all into Ableton and redid all the music. Some of it with music I'd already was like in the process of writing, like the Evnica EP um, shows up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did it like the whole two hours with Oh, well, you did the whole film. Of... I didn't know you did the whole oh, yeah, yeah. musical. I thought it was just a, a section. Oh no! Oh, I, wow. I sent you, I think, like a trailer of it. But yeah, yeah I've I did got the, the trailer. Whole... I'll play it. But I thought I didn't know you did the whole film. That's really impressive. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Let's let's play this anyway, and we talk a little bit more about it. I've got it here. Um, where is it? Here we go. Uh... <clears throat> Should be able to do this. Myself, a few others. We try to keep it from spilling over onto the streets. Sometimes people like yourself get caught in the crossfire. We're the top of the fucking food chain. The blood god's coming, and after tonight, you people are fucking history. We're gonna be gods. There are worse things out tonight than vampires. Like what? Like me. Come on, day walker! Awesome. I need to see the re- the full rescore of that. Wow. Awesome. Really cool. Gemma wrote, uh, I love a good Scottish rave. That wasn't a Scottish rave. That was the start of Blade. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really like cool. a Scottish rave, though. Yeah, some, yeah at the end. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so, at the uh, end. <laughs> so you worked with um, 
Uh, I've written this down and I've forgotten it. One second. You've worked alongside Eric Shade Balderos of the Grammy-nominated metal outfit Code Orange, and you made a limited cassette, and it sold out in three minutes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's not on my end. I think uh, they have a really intense, you know, strong following. I also like them. Like, I fuck with Code Orange. Um, But yeah, we made, it was during pandemic, like, start of. uh, It's like a half hour of kind of, like, hardcore EBM, like, sound, like, rhythmic noise. Um, It was fun. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'm I'm interested to see that the the rescore. Is that available online somewhere, the full version? So I still um now and then I still show it. Like I've shown it at a couple of film festivals, um, at like venues. So I kind of try to keep it offline, but anybody DM me, I'll send it to you, including I'll send you after the show. Yeah, man. I'm definitely awesome. interested in that. We'll watch it on the next after party. <laughs> it's fun. It's good after party music. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey to Hedvig, who arrived in the chat. Hedvig, you missed the new Tones track. And Vonda. Hey, Vonda's, Vonda's well. arrived as well. Hey, bro. Uh, that's really cool. So, mm. 2018, you get picked up by Ophidian metaphor tell mm. us all about this because this is kind of the, the pivotal point really I, I feel how did this come about um i think it's pretty much i'd finished i reckon i'd finished the um the blade project at that point and i had four tracks um and you know i was already like loved ophidian's music um, I liked too, like all the metaphor, like the newer stuff, like um, Sacerdos Vigilia, Christina Somniac One, um, Exome. But, uh, and also like the old metaphor, like the 2000 stuff, I was really into it. Anyway, um, it's kind of like there's nothing to lose by sending this. I think I found the email. And so I sent the email being like, I like this one. And, uh, <laughs> Kind of forgot about it. Uh, and a month or two later, um, he wrote back and was like, you know, there's stuff I'm interested in here. He gave me feedback. Like he was like, um, you know, one of the tracks was maybe not fitting as much. Um, so I rewrote one for that. But uh, And he also did the remix and mastered it, which I think really helped, um, you know, his engineering is really strong but but yeah he he was down to take it which was crazy to me i mean it felt kind of felt like i was doing you know whatever i was doing in my own little part of the world mm-hmm. and just having him be interested in what i had to say musically was really mm-hmm. exciting yeah it's a, g- a great yeah. sense of validation and stuff that what you're doing is kind of uh, on the right path i think when other people you know, start taking notice. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. To get involved with someone like Conrad with Frank also doing the mastering too. That's great hands to fall into. It could have gone a lot worse, I guess. So mm. yeah. Yeah. We play let's, one. Yeah. Let's play one. Um, let's play the title track. Um, it's Kilborn, Evnika. Mm. 
on metaphor. And uh, you sent me a, a little anecdote to add to this, and that was where the sample came from. So should, Ooh, we, should we jump straight to that? And it makes sense why the track is called uh, Evnika now. So the sample is from this. Um, boom. 
Yeah, it was like a viral video, like girl. Yeah, I remember it. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I was watching. You you sent me down a rabbit hole today. That I went onto their channel and started watching all the all the (laughs) latest videos. Yeah, it's dark. It's like some like thirteen year old girl whose parents are like. We're cashing out on her. Like she's our boxer, like tree destroyer kid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Amazing. Good, good track. <laughs> good, good sample. Good name. And uh, yeah, you, you got your, yeah, it does match indeed. Indeed. Um, so yeah, you got onto a metaphor. Um, and so you were getting, I guess your world started to change a bit now. You started to get more exposure in europe etc how, how did that change your life did, did it make a big impact how did how did things evolve for you it must be surreal being so far away yeah um i think about it's probably like about that time i played like my first show in europe um was in berlin for boohoo berlin it's like a big you know, diverse like club music night um, run by friends. So I was like, I was just playing to go over for a month to like backpack and visit. My aunt lives out there um, and I was able to get a show. So I was like, sick, I'm coming. Um, I don't know. I remember that was the first time I went to like some of the festivals like uh, Dominator and Defcon, and as corny as it sounds, like that shit was like, like so Coco to me. It's a different scale, isn't it? When you see yeah, that shit and you're just like, it's what? Psycho. Like yeah. to me, like this, all this music was like, your like weird friend with a car is playing this when you get in like in high school, <laughs> you know? And then like, and then just seeing all this shit, like seeing to the, you know, now I have a more or less rosy view of it, but like seeing like an industrial hardcore stage or a, a terror stage was really exciting. So I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. there's like such a depth to all this. Um, I don't know. Now, yeah, I'm playing more often. I think it affects me in the sense that I feel a little sad being over here. Like I'm very much involved in the scene here and play and go out and enjoy and dance, but it's not necessarily my, I don't know. It's a lot of like, capital T techno. Um, and so I'm, I'm always excited to be in Europe because often I get to see music I don't hear played out live as much. Mm-hmm. It's a little destabilizing, like traveling. Like I'm jealous of being able to like dart out for like a weekend and then come back home. Like usually it's mm-hmm. a more drawn out process of a few weeks of traveling, but yeah. still love it. Still really blessed to be able to do it. What do you think? I guess the nice thing is as well, because because you do tattoos and stuff, you can actually do some work while you're traveling as well, mm-hmm. which is certainly a bonus or something. And, you know, not everybody is as, um, as fortunate to be able to do. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like with bands, you can like tour if you want. You could play a show every day a lot of the time. But with DJing, mm-hmm. it's no one wants to hear this shit on Tuesday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's Friday, Saturday, and then you're just bleeding money for a week. Yeah. But yeah, the tattooing yeah. helps. I can work. Um, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. are your main observations regarding the differences between the hardcore scene stateside there or, 
you know, where you are uh, and in Europe. It, as, and I don't, I'm not talking necessarily about festivals because there's obviously a huge difference there, but the club scene, how, what are the main differences that you observe? Gosh. I don't know. That's difficult because I think too, it varies country and city to city. Like I would think my experience with dance music in the Netherlands and Belgium is very different from my experience in Berlin, from different parts of France, yeah, from yeah, yeah, for sure, Poland, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I notice. I mean, definitely for, I think across the board, I notice that techno, you know, umbrella techno, like hardcore, other shit, whatever. Um, it's not as subcultural. Like it still feels in a lot of ways subcultural here, like an alternative, um, like social group and style of music and there it feels a bit like oh like yeah like my teacher could like this shit or like my sibling could like this shit um so that's interesting sure what else i think the proximity of multiple cities that have a built-out scene Mm -hmm. is exciting like the fact that you could i don't know take like an hour plane or like a couple hour drive or even an hour drive and go to another place with like a crazy party is kind of <laughs> rare here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like it, in the Netherlands, it's like if you drive for two and a half hours, you're in a different country. Mm-hmm. It's like it's Anywhere. you yeah. kind of you kind of like yeah. Some people, I think, you kind of lose sight of the scale of places and stuff. You know how big the US is compared to Europe and stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it's like huge, com- yeah, yeah, you can pretty much drive across the whole of Europe in the time that you could drive across Texas. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you can you could get through like God knows like 10, 10 different countries in the time you could drive across Texas or something. It's crazy. Um what's the what's the yeah, frequency sorry. of of parties there in, in Brooklyn? How often is there a hardcore party? Mm. So there's a range, you know, because it's, I play reg- like fairly often, like once or twice a month. Um, but often I'm the only person playing hardcore at that party. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and two, there's a difference of like, how to put it, like, um, there's different interpretations of what hardcore is. Some of it mm-hmm. is like more like, in the lane of how I define it, some of it is a lot more expansive. It's like weird, like, I don't know, like third wave meta or third meta nightcore shit that like I can't even like understand. Um, or it's uh, like it's hard, like a really hard, like, um, like live PA that isn't necessarily hardcore, but like embodies a lot of the same energy or it's like a vocalist, like there's a live performance in that way. Um, but more simply, let's say a couple times a month, but for ones that like really leave me like happy and satisfied less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm always really curious about that. I've never, never been out. So I'd like to. Let's go. Let's come. Let's. It's special when yeah. it happens. Cause it's, I think that's something else I've noticed. Um, like because it's so rare here people don't take it for granted like if there's um like a couple weeks ago i played uh with delirium and my friend's nurse uh uh, for his party 
body bag and nice name what came from all over because yeah. uh, it's rare to like have this dedicated um hardcore party yeah it's like people are like dancing the whole time they're like staying till close um yeah it's cool awesome all right let's get back on timeline a little bit um because we digress but that was very interesting um 2019 it's probably worth noting that you're also in a band you joined a trophy hunt in 2019 are you mm -hmm. the what what role do you play in the band do the vocals like that oh really <laughs> yeah awesome um, have we got any can we play some um i'm not sure do we have some did you send anything let's have a look uh, it's on the internet yeah well i've got discogs i've got something oh trophy hunt dot band. oh yeah band camp i've got a band camp here there we go let's have a look <clears throat> do like the seventh track the seventh track okay i think it's called grid or pink uh, the last one the last one the last one's good too i don't know <laughs> whatever which pick one go on Tell pink me. noise pink noise <laughs> no yeah actually, do that you one pick, you want, okay let's go oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that, and that's awesome. You, you're still in that band to this day, then, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're nice. next next month. Wow, oh, I love the blast beats as well. Really yeah, cool. Man. So you you do Thanks. do you do many shows and stuff? <clears throat> yeah, we play like um, a couple we'll do like a weekender once a month. Um we're spread out right now geographically, so it's hard to hard to play super often because everyone has to drive somewhere. Mm -hmm. You're not just tempted just to bang a 300 BPM kick to 909. Under that. <laughs> There's one in there. There's one in that album. Oh, really? really? Well, no, we need I to do... play it. Which one? I don't Come know. On. You know, it might feel basic if you're like ahead, but I think it's the third track on there. Branch. It's yeah, one minute. Exactly. What the fuck did we go wrong? This one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Thank you. 
Awesome. Awesome. I really like the merch, man. These cassettes are sick. Look cassettes at this, man. Fire. Yeah. Look at those. They're really cool, man. We just got the vinyl in, too. We got to put online. That's so cool, man. Seriously. Yeah. The vinyl's really like similar. Like they look like they've been shit. dipped. You know, like you get them dipped in the. It is. It's a dip. I didn't oh, do it, but um, yeah. Mm. Cassette nice tapes side coming back. Project, man. Yeah. Real cool. Real cool project. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Mm. You're welcome. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, all right. So 2019, you got signed to Industrial Strength. That's big. Mm -hmm. So you'd mm. already known Lenny for a little while, uh, but you've got your first release on Industrial Strength, uh, New Jersey Terror, NGA Terror. Uh, tell us about that process. About meet. You've already said that you, when you met Lenny, but how did the relationship develop and you got to this point? Um. Hmm. I mean, how did it happen? I think we worked together on a remix for Nine Oh Nine Junkies and Neurotic. Um. I think that was. That was probably just from emailing. I went to his birthday party shortly before that and we talked. Um, yeah, I think it was just emailing and I don't know. I wanted to come like see his studio. He's got like 10,000 records in there. <laughs> Even just like going through, like all thumbing through all the stuff, like things you see on Discogs for like $500. 10,000 records like, in there and they're just the industrial strength ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so much like crazy, like like the old, like um, old French, like speedcore and hardcore, yeah, yeah. like really like psychedelic shit. Um, yeah, so I came by and I've been working on stuff. It was kind of in response to like some stuff that had come out on industrial strength in the past. Like, DOA temper tantrum vibes. Um, and so, yeah, it made sense to me to see if they wanted to put it out because it's, you know, in a large part, it's in response to what they've done um, and how they, you know, grew American hardcore. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So not long after this, you played the Boiler Room. Uh, was that mm -hmm. was it in Berlin? Yeah, was the one in Berlin the original one, or was it in over there? No, it was here. It was there. Okay, with yeah. with Mark, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was here in New uh, York. Nice. I've got a video of that somewhere. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, I can't find it. How was that, by the way? I always wanted to play on Boiler Room. Always wanted to play on that. It was fun. I mean, the party spinoff Gabber um, had been happening a few times. I'd played it once before. It was kind of one of the few where they were like really, it was all hardcore. Like I'd played with Lenny, um, but the production was really on point. Like always like in a warehouse, you know, crazy, like big Dan Lee speakers, like, you know, sub subwoofer taller than you um <laughs> nice. yeah it was great it was i mean yeah you can see in the video but it was uh they really did a cool job with the space oh yeah there's mark coming off now okay mm -hmm. 
there's me coming up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was great. Super fun. I think I, I, I vomited before it. I was very stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, Joe used to do that all the time. He used I did. to get so oh, excited. Yeah. Before yeah. gigs, he, yeah, Joe threw, used to throw just up all was, the time before but just gigs. When I was, just when I was going to raves, though, I used to get too excited. Yeah, and just, so just puke. Damn. Oh, bless you. Yeah, man, pure passion yeah. <laughs> and good drugs. <laughs> How are you feeling for the room? Good times. Have a little flick through this. You don't look like you've just been sick or something. That's a, that's a nice compliment to say <laughs> <laughs> to someone, Joe. <laughs> nice settled man I like that yeah psycho right like the i think the mm -hmm. place normally is like a practice space for like acrobatics like circus mm -hmm. so they have all these giant um structures yeah brain crash banger really sick mm -hmm. um <clears throat> So 2000, that was 2019. Then 2020, mm -hmm. uh, you had a release with Casual Gabbers as well. And they're kind mm -hmm, of nice. in the, mm. you know, we talked before about the new school hardcore scene and, and, and how there's this kind of parallel, separate lanes, if you like, for the different styles. And they sit firmly in, in that kind of lane. And, uh, you know, and so you had the release with them in 2020 pill surfer how did that one come about were you already in communication with them or yeah i'd known them a long time at that point you know long in some sense like i played they booked me and uh oh shit was that them well anyway i don't know if they were the ones booking it actually but it might have been my friend simone booked um them me uh tellurian um and we all played together in paris and I think I'd crashed at Maxime, who's been part of them uh, at his place when I first came to Paris. Um, yeah, we talked about, we'd just been internet friends and in-person friends when we were in the same place. And yeah, I mean, 2020 was kind of bad, but um, I had a whole lot of time on my hands. So I was able to like make a lot more music um, and yeah, sent them those. Awesome. Um, I don't know if I've got that one, but I've got the next track I wanted to talk about. T 2020, um, you did a release with uh, DJ Neurotic, um, obviously oh, yeah. pro probably a friend of yours, given your location. Uh, this one only came out on vinyl, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not It's not the only track you've done with him, though, right? You did one no, recently, too. Done... Yeah, he did one of the ones on my prospect release, the last one. Um, we actually did this one afterwards, but I think it came out earlier. 
All right, let's play it. DJ Neurotic and Killboard. My city. Let's go. New York, New York, New York, New York City. New York, New York, New York, New York City. Really captured that traditional Very. US 90s hardcore vibe, owned it. Really cool. Really cool. Thanks. Yep. Uh, shout to Pete Stormtrooper in the chat. Hey, buddy, we need to get you on the show. Keep oh, yeah, to we book do. It in. Yeah, we do. Mm. We already spoke about it. Come on. I'm just eating a protein bar. Oh. Hashtag health. Meat. I'm eating hashtag not health. I'm eating like Subway, teriyaki, Subway flavored Lay's. Nom, nom, nom. Delicious. Oh, recommend. You're, oh. you're eating wine. <laughs> wine. <laughs> so you said you've done several tracks with Neurotic, right? 
Mm-hmm. Is it fun? Fun working with him? Well, it's all been remote, actually. Um, he oh. lives upstate, so it's yeah. We still haven't met in person. Um, wow, we've done two tracks together and you haven't met. I know. Almost modern, at once. Modern life, I don't know why I didn't right? Mm-hmm. No, it'll happen. It's imminent. It's imminent. But um, <laughs> but yeah, not yet. Too bad. Fast forward a year later, and you're making a track with the DJ producer for your Ooh. awesome release, mm. uh, with the Seismic release, which was a good one. And this was, for me, where you really came onto my radar because mm. that's the style that I'm really into. I mean, the, the Metaphor release, it passed me by, I have to admit. I didn't really hear that um, until more recently. But when you came onto my radar, it was really like 2001, the producer release, and then the prospect signing too. And then I started going back through your catalogue. Um, so was it? did you do the um, the release with Luke before or after you signed to the prospect agency? Um, good question. I would assume after, but I'm not, I'm not 100%. Timeline's fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume after. Mm. But this release with uh, Eva, who do some really cool stuff, mm-hmm. really, really into their brand and their theme. Um, I think I've got some stuff here. Excuse me. Um, boom. There we go. Lovely. Got a nice little uh, slideshow of the pictures of the release. So... How did the release with Luke, the, the track with Luke, come about then? Um, I'm pretty sure I just emailed him. I mean, I met him, I met Luke probably 2019. I think I came, um, I was in the Netherlands and Lenny gave me a wristband for Hard Shock. So I was just hanging out and uh, yeah, and I saw Luke. He's like, I know you. And yeah, it spoke. Um, yeah, I'm a super fan. I mean, I think I sent to you, but like the those CDs, I know they're part of like individual releases that were then compiled into a CD, but the old like uh, Hellfish and Producer mm-hmm. CDs that came on Planet Mew were like so big for me, like such yeah. a different, it's so groovy and like the mm-hmm. sound design, like there's some like points you can be like, yeah, this is why it's different, but a lot of it is just like, there's a feel. It's Greg's mm-hmm. music too. Like, um, yeah, je ne sais quoi, like UK style. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I don't know. I loved his shit and had started a track that didn't know where to go with it. So I sent it. Nice. Let's play it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great one. So this is Kilborn and the DJ producer, Seismic Cross 2021.
that one ended a bit suddenly. That was very sudden. <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What a great track. Yeah, it's a great track. And that was just the, the third drop in there. The, the rest of the track's great. I like how it's really eerie and the build-up's really slow and then the kick comes in and it just smacks your face mm -hmm. off. Absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. So uh, Somebody wrote in the chat, uh, Walter. Hey, Walter, by the way, I didn't see you there. Uh, it's serene, but also hard and clean. Very well described. Yeah. Um, Robert's joined. Hey, Robert. 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 Uh, yeah, so worked with the DJ producer and signed with Prospect Agency all in the same year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that changed things up a bit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you know, Prospect just has uh, a level of quality and like interest that lies in so lies yeah <laughs> those hacks are you kidding me no um no well, yeah i felt you know yeah so how did you get on gareth's radar out. as well i mean how did how did the relationship with uh with gareth happen hmm. i don't know i've definitely i'd met him at an event as well but i think probably emailing mm -hmm. you know I'm just, I'm over here. It's hard. It's hard to do it without emailing yeah. Um, yeah. when everyone's over there. Um, yeah, I think too, it was, I'd sent my, I'd sent that four tracker, uh, which became cathedrals uh, to them. And yeah, then we started talking. They, they reached out and said, do you want to do the agency as well? Um so has yeah. that made a dramatic difference for you then? Are you coming coming over more often than, than you were? Or is it just the type of events are different now? Maybe the type of events, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm still coming over pretty often. It does, it always feels like on a incline. Um, but yeah, maybe more hardcore events, like playing more of the... I don't know, like uh, Balter or some of the like big Dutch festivals. Uh, I think is very much linked to that. Just playing Prospect XL, um, like Prospect ADE events. Um, a lot of fun, right? Different. Yeah. Very fun. Very very right. fun. So when are you moving over? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I wish maybe for a summer. I feel like this summer it's going to be often enough. I'm probably going to get a sublet and kick around, show up at your mm -hmm. doors on the weekdays. Like, want to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants a tattoo now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Um, so, yeah, you spoke, spoke a bit there about the Cathedral's EP. Um, mm. I've got a track off that with a video here. Um, Razor Eater. Mm -hmm. Let's enjoy that. So, mm. <clears throat> da -da -da. Oh, not that. There we go.
awesome. Woo! Really cool. That was a tune. Yeah, it was a tune. I like the whole release, actually. I like the whole release. But I'd like to play another track off the release, but tell us about the video, because everybody in the chat absolutely loves it. Yeah, not... I did not... Was not involved in the animation of it. I just cut it from uh, Robert... The original is called Wind by Robert Sahakant. Um, yeah. He's an Armenian like, director. He was in the 80s. Um, yeah, I can, I'll link you to the original in the chat. It's a very cool movie. All of yeah, his animation is really cool. Um, but yeah, it was kind of, I think the first time I saw it, it's probably like that Deliria BuzzFuzz video where they're using like an old cartoon Mm -hmm. um set to the music and i was like yeah. perfect <laughs> like to me that song will always have that video too with it yeah um so just trying the same thing cutting it up yeah mm. there's another track on that release that i played a lot and it's the society scandal one so i'm gonna drop that because i love it i'm gonna <laughs> put that on there
tune. Yeah, a really solid release, Ash. I think every track on there bangs. So uh, really good stuff. Thank you. Congratulations. Yep. So I think we kind of caught up to current day. That release was last year. It's now 2023. What's next? What's next? <laughs> Everything. Oh, do tell. <laughs> no. Oh, we got um, I mean, new, new EP on Prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Such a banger, untouchable. Every track will be a hit. Oh, <laughs> bold, mate. <laughs> no, no, they're good though. It's a good, it's a good, it's three tracks remixed by a legend. Um, it's going to be really good. I'm really excited about it. Um, awesome. Are we allowed yeah. to tease anything? We. Well, I know you have one of them. We could uh-huh. we could tease just a sec, just a sec. Why not? Yeah, I think this is the we'll, we'll the third it. track. We'll, we'll tease it in a little bit. We'll, we'll close we'll sure. close the interview on on the tease, right? Tell sure. you what, what we'll do is if we get the likes on the stream, there are sixty seven at the moment. If we get that to eighty in the next five minutes, then we'll play a minute of the new track. How about that? Such done, a click hole, Joe. Oh, such a deal, though. <laughs> such an amazing deal. Uh, what else is happening? Tell us everything. Um, Come on. What else? I got that. Um, I'm starting a label. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, just something, you know, I still want to do, obviously, uh, releases with other labels as well, but something that... I have a bit more like control of and I can streamline. Um, it probably won't be vinyl. Like it'll be more um, either like CD, tape or merch something. And like still like a digital focus as well. Cause you know, there's such a long uh, backlog with vinyl pressing right now. It's um, getting a bit better, but it still sucks. It's still, it's, it's, it's hard. They're catching, yeah. up, they're catching up with the backlog that was caused by the best so yeah Mm -hmm. but i think yeah i'm still obviously i'm gonna release records and i really value that art form but i think sometimes there's stuff where i'm like for myself i know what i want i'm gonna put it out and also for others who um you know whose music i really fuck with then uh, i want to release that as well and give it some elevation you know Mm -hmm. um and what what genres for people what genres? Oh, like hardcore, like Just umbrella, you know, hardcore umbrella. Yeah, nice. like really, if it's like really hard techno, like um, but mostly somebody hardcore. Wrote, somebody wrote jump style. <laughs> Hell no! Listen, that, no was, that was a youthful mistake. No snares allowed either. <laughs> oh, listen, there's not going to be a single thwonk snare in this. <laughs> no way. Um, so, what's the label called? It's called Hammerhead. Oh, I've got a nice name. Hammerhead Hardcore. I think I've got something here. I've got the logo, right? Um, Turn that off. There we go. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the one. But yeah, it's fun for me too. Like I'm doing the art, like drawing it. Um, And yeah, I'll just have a touch on that side. yeah, and I'm going to start doing an event here as well in New York. So two kind of come together, hopefully. That's great. 
I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. Keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah. Looks really, really cool. We didn't get yeah, the likes. Much... Of... Sorry, Ash, oh. please. No, I mean talk talk the likes. What are we what's going on with the likes? Well, we've got 75. I'm a bit disappointed, chat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I Come hate on to now. See it. <laughs> yeah. I would say if we get to 100, we'll do shots, but I don't want to get drunk. <laughs> and Greg always cheats anyway. I don't always <laughs> cheat. That's lies. <laughs> you take that really back. clear tequila. <laughs> yeah. It looks a bit like water, right? <laughs> lies. <laughs> hey, Paul in the chat. How's it going? Um, right. Mm. All 78 Let likes. Two more likes and you get an exclusive, guys. Come on. If you haven't smashed that like button... Get it done. Besides that, though, I've been got a remix for someone coming out soon. I think will be on Prospect. Um, Ooh, they haven't said anything, so I won't say anything. Um, and yeah, just making working on new tracks. Hopefully, have a few EPs written by the end of spring. Sick. Nice. Nice. The future looks so you're bright. So you're in a good, you're in a good place with the music, with production and stuff at the moment. You've got a good workflow and you're feeling good. Better, yeah. Like last year felt like very, like I was moving. Um, I moved to the studio. Um, also shows maybe, like just figuring out the balance. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, really want to focus on production. Yeah, feels pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Good flow. I put up I sound just panels. The, the window behind you looks like the prospect logo. It does. <laughs> I was looking at that before. I was wondering if it was a flag, but it's just a coincidence, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's just the windows have been. Um, I don't know. I think when the when they break, whoever was here just covers it up. Yeah. Right. right well, we got our eighty likes, so let's play a bit of Playgraver. Ooh, good name. Forthcoming on Prospect. Rave Plague. Right, let's play it. Are you nervous? <laughs> no, I'm good. I've heard it before. It. Oh, really? That's all you're getting. That's your tease. That's your lot. Really nice. 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 So, Ash, thank you very much for telling us your story. Really appreciate it. 
Thanks for listening to it. It's appreciate it. That's what we do. What we do. I think the the chat appreciated you too. I've had a lot of comments in my inbox saying that you've been a great guest so far. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So next up, we're gonna go into what's hot. What's hot? I tell you what's hot. What's really, really what's hot. hot. What's hot is, first of all, this record sleeve is what's hot right now. Yeah, this is the Detest release that's coming out on Oblivion Underground. Uh, Pre-orders are going to open for everybody in the inner core or the community tomorrow, okay, for the bundle pack like we normally do and that will move very very quickly especially when people see what the record looks like i teased it on the show before no more teasers i'm going to drop that next week the internet's going to explode great graphic design by cam art um yeah i can't wait to drop this two fucking seriously sick tracks and the record is ridiculous um somebody asking which tier is that all of the people who are a, a member of the YouTube channel will get a notification for the pre-order and they will get that at a discount as well, okay? Um, if you're not aware of our membership scheme, then I'm gonna tell you a little bit about that right now. Um, if I go back to this. Okay, so you might have seen in the chat that a lot of people with green names, with logos next to the name, and there's all of these different emojis and things like that. Well, that's because they are part of our membership scheme. So this is, this is uh, a tiered approach to membership, um, and it's not something that you have to do to enjoy the show. It's just something that you can do if you want. And it means that you can contribute a little bit towards the show, the running of the show, uh, improvements, bringing new content to the channel, etc., etc. It starts from as little as one ninety nine per month, uh, and you get different things depending on the different tier that you are part of. So you get these loyalty badges next to your name. They change the longer that you've been a member here. So you see people with white ones, green ones, yellow ones. That's because they've been on for several different months. But you also get uh, the ability to use the custom emoji in the chat that are there. You you get, uh, as part of tier one, which is $1.99 a month, you get 5% discount permanently at oblivionunderground.com. You get shout outs in the chat because we're able to see your name easier. You get access to our community tab, which is the tab that I'm on here on, on YouTube, where you get exclusive news and discounts, information, codes, things like that. And you get access to um, exclusive areas within our Discord as well. I'll come on to the Discord in a moment. In the tier two, which is $2.99, you get all of the stuff from before, but you get the Oblivion Underground digital releases too. So when they get released, you get them sent to you as part of your membership. You get a notification in the community tab here with a download code and you go and download the release for free. So if you already buy Oblivion releases or Oblivion merch, this is worth having because you get the releases for free anyway. Um, you get priority notifications for merch drops, just as I said before, the 
the test release will go out to the inner core and community first. You get first choice and you get a discount on that before anybody else even sees it. Okay. Uh, tier three, this is for our, you know, real loyal followers. You get all of the shit that I've already said, but you get vouchers uh, every month for Oblivion and Hardcore Beer. Uh, you get um, added to the Oblivion promo list. So when we send out the releases to artists, DJs and, and people from the scene, you get it sent out on the mailing list. So that's typically like a week before everybody else in the world. You've got access to the music. Shout out to Don, who's just become a member. Respect. Um, you get entry into competitions that we'll be running. Uh, there's members-only videos coming. Um, priority reply to comments because we can see your name. Uh, Crytica's gifting uh, memberships. Respect. So yeah, if you want to join this, that's great. It really helps us. We've got a shitload of new content coming. We've been working behind the scenes on loads of different shorts, new stuff like uh, working with Alex Starving Insect and editing his videos so that we can get them online. And there's, there's a, a whole bunch of stuff coming. So if you want to support us a bit more, think of it like buying us a beer every month, then that's great. If you don't, that's also cool. It's never going to be uh, something that we charge for, for people to just enjoy this show. You can come into the chat just with your internet connection and have a great time. This is just if you feel like you want to contribute a bit more and we really value that. So yeah, there's my propaganda done for that. Um, and I'm back and Greg's gone. Bye Greg. Um, it's not the most exciting part of the show. I have to admit, here he comes quick, Greg, you're missing <laughs> it all. <laughs> Um, the game Butterfist just gifted five memberships yeah you can do that too as well guys if you underneath the chat there there's a there's a little option to do super chats or gift memberships you can give people memberships so now everybody that Butterfist has just given membership to for free by paying they will all be able to buy the merchandise before everybody else you see how it works It's it builds a community so big up respect and uh thanks to it's like a human centipede members. a little bit like that yeah kind of <laughs> yeah <Nasty>. anyway <laughs> well let's move on to what's hot what's hot greg fuck knows joe i've not been paying attention okay i'll tell you what's hot new ghost tell in the machine hot. let's go Ooh. come on Ooh.
sick stuff. That's really, really sick stuff. Absolute beast. I, I thought whole... you were going to play Break. Break was like, that was my favorite track on the EP, but they're all bangers. Yeah, they're all bangers. And you can get them now. Sorry for fucking doubling the music up there. I was trying to get the. I, I went to Bandcamp. Uh, I went to SoundCloud to get the link to put the Bandcamp link in the chat so people can buy, go and buy this record and it started playing so sorry guys sorry 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 ruin, so yeah ruin the, ruin the moment yeah big up frank and nils smashing it Ooh. as per absolutely on point i've got loads of hot tracks to play so i'm just going to keep flinging through these now guys uh, next up smile demon recent release on the third movement this, this one's really good me yeah, yeah man let's go
solid. Yeah, definitely. A mm. Smile Demon on the third movement. Uh, just finding a link there. <clears throat> there we go. Boom. Drop, it, drop in a link into the chat, guys. If you like that, go and support what you like. Next up, I've got uh, the new 175 from Pythias and the Outside Agency. This one slaps too. Let's go. Shout out, Pythias. Yep. Incredible release coming out on uh, Genosha 175 Crossbreed Definition Series. Um, I've just put a link in the chat to that. Again, go and get it. Support what you love. It's out on digital and vinyl. You can buy it on Bandcamp right now. Uh, I also gifted some subs in the chat just because I love you guys. Happy New Year. Next up, another one by TOA. This is one that's been... Supposed to have come out for years and years and years. It's finally out. So I'm going to play it. Chaos Engine, Most Broken, Outside Agency Remix. Let's go.
people in the chat saying yeah i've heard this one a million times yeah i've had it played it for years but it was sat unreleased it was pending abused records putting it out but it never came out so shout it's out found steve. A, yeah shout out steve um but it's found a home on motor mouth uh it's got the original by chaos engine on there too uh shout out to seba shout out to al i put the link in the chat guys if you want to go and buy it go and buy it fucking and go to the band camp but labels get more from Bandcamp. Do it through Bandcamp. And it's Bandcamp Friday, this Friday as well. So that's the one. I'm going to keep this moving because I've got a load of cool stuff here. Next up, brand new release from Dave Ignian System coming out on Friday <laughs> on Heresy Psycho. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, my god, my god. 
heavy shit from Davey. Thanks for sending for that real. over, man. Yeah, really, yeah. really cool stuff. And he's got a bunch of new cancel stuff on the way. Cancel project, seriously good, man. Really, really, Exciting. really buzzing. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. Nice one. That's out Friday on Heresy. Um, just head over to the Heresy Bandcamp or the Third Movement. You'll be able to grab that on Friday. It's a single release. Next up, I have got... So, I found this guy, right? This this release has been out a little while. It's been remastered recently. But I found this recently and I got in touch with him and I signed a release off him. But I wanted to show this because this is on Bandcamp now and most people have slept on it. This is Nebulous, The Wrath of Nature. And this is cool.
Yeah, man, and this so that's this track's like seven minutes long, and it just keeps growing and evolving. It's really cool oh, stuff. Nice. I'm really into nice. it. The, there's a full album. Um, so this, I'm going to put the a link in the chat here. This album's really cool. The the diversity on there, the different styles, and the the way that the music feels. It's like I listened to this on the beach when I was on holiday on repeat very, very just, relaxing i <laughs> know it was actually, there wasn't much relaxing about my holiday with very, dean very meditative. <laughs> but yeah I, i'm really into this um check it out and mm-hmm. you can go and buy the whole album there for eight pounds and uh yeah i'm working with him nice. to get a release really cool. done so yep next up we have got Something from you, Gregory, just about Ooh. to drop. You can tell us all about it afterwards. Ooh, Dolphin, hardcore G shit. Let's go. Sheesh. 
cheat shit. Homie, all play around, ain't shit. Sweet rocket peach, this Atlanta clown. Home of the dealers and the strippers and the clubs, though. Bet you coming out that magic city with a snub, ho. Lurking in the club on tourist motherfuckers. Welcome to Atlanta, up the cheering motherfucker. These monkey niggas looking for some new range. I've got to say, you had me at the Runs of Jewels sample. It could have sounded trash. I still would love it. <laughs> Just, I was it, sold it's, it's, straight it's away. Off, it's, uh, the sample's off Killer Mike. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Big Beast track off uh, off the rap album. So it's off his solo thing. Oh, it's not the off the RTJ thing. Okay, and, right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and there was no acapella for it either. There was just like, there was a couple of sections where it had no drums and I kind of just, yeah, just pulled that out. Yeah, because but, um, the, the Run the Jewels stuff. Killer Mike's are just a don, isn't he? Yeah. If you want well, someone's vocals, he's the man. They're famous for not releasing the acapella and the, the vocals. That's why the uh, the Run the Jewels 1, 2, and 3 weren't sampled that much. Like, obviously, right. with with the uh, more recent uh, developments in... Uh, ability technology to, it's to, crazy to now separate yeah. shit it's going to be more more coming but i always found it impressive that they managed to avoid a lot of people sampling them um but yeah, yeah. really cool man we, someone someone in the chat wrote uh is that billy squire big beat at the beginning um i can't remember i don't like i can't remember if i i don't think i sampled it. i think I, I think i just wrote the beat myself so it's, if it sounds like it it's uh I think it's coincidence. Could be wrong though. I'll have to check. So tell so, us, did tell you, us about. Sorry, Ash, go oh, ahead. Did you synthesize the siren, or was it a sample? Yeah, that was a synthesized siren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Didn't didn't sample it. It was a synthesized one. Um, but um, yeah, you can't go wrong with big sirens, can you? Like it's air raid, air raid <laughs> siren, killer mic, big beats, sold. Take my money, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So tell us about tell us more about this because this is the sampler, right? This is off the sampler. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there is a a mixtape album coming in. I think it's middle of March. Um, so I wanted to kind of do a throwback to like the old mixtapes and stuff like that. So it's a kind of the idea is it's a, like a kind of one long continuous player, but it's like loads of tracks with kind of little skits and samples and jokes and stuff like that um, in between them all. So it, it plays all as one long thing. And because it's a kind of throwback, I wanted to do like a sampler vinyl. So like we used to do in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s, you'd put a sampler out before an album. So there's a four track vinyl, which is, you know, four of the, four of the uh, tracks that are kind of more dance floory and, um, and stuff coming out on vinyl. That's out in a few weeks, I think mid-February. Um, and then the album is coming out and that's only going to be on, it's not going to be on vinyl. It's not going to be on vinyl. It's going to be Don't on something else. Don't say too much. Don't All say right. too much. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. well, artwork sick by Nils. Uh, Emission, yeah. Ghost in the Machine, yeah. Mind Industries. Really cool. Yeah. 
it, I mean, it, yeah, it just got it got what I was trying to, you know, trying to do with this whole thing. So it's, you know, like a kind of throwback thing. You've got the old "Hello, my name is" the old graffiti stickers and stuff like that. He's down with the kind of old graffiti jams and the yeah, beautiful artwork. Like kind of yeah, hand drew it all, rescanned it. Um, looks great. Looks really really cool. A lot of people saying, "Oh, it's gonna your last album's gonna take some beating." I don't think that's the it, objective here. It's completely this different. Is, right? No, this is this is this is this is different. It's it's kind of more of a bit of fun and like a chance to experiment and play around and do a lot of um, variations on kind of music I love and things like that and kind of going back to old days, but kind of keeping it hardcore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's going to be kind of lots of lots of cool stuff, lots of interesting stuff, but it's not like a for me, this isn't like a serious album like Ebbs and Flows. It's something just more to kind of have a play around. And it just turned out to be 15 tracks long in an hour <laughs> and an hour long. So, you know, kind of put it all together and have some fun with it. You know, yeah. it's supposed to be kind of more about having fun, really, with music. This one, it's, yeah. um, you know, the Duke the core track on that is fucking fun. brilliant. The four oh, cheers, core one. Yeah, Footworks thing. Fucking brilliant. So that's that's the vibe. It's like all the tracks are kind of inspired by different stuff. Like Duke Core is obviously inspired by Footworks and Duke Core and Duke sort of stuff. You know, um, got really into like DJ Richard and all that sort of stuff. That that kind of one sixty vibe, and I love that stuff, man. Those grooves, and it's like so all these different types of music that I really enjoy in different ways. I just did kind of like hardcore versions of them really just see what happens and have some fun. And yeah, that's, that's what it's about. It's not like a, this isn't going to be like a really serious, heavy, deep album. You know, I'm not kind of exploring my, my inner self or anything with, with this one. I'm not, just not going to be fun. crying behind the decks playing killer mic samples. Come on. I don't think so. Not, <laughs> not, this, not this year. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been really fun. And, um, you know, as, as ever prospect and Gareth and all guys kind of, you know, support what I do and kind of coming up with these kind of fun ideas that I like to explore. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's good. I'm looking forward to, to it being released next month. Sick. Right, nice. I put the link in the chat, guys. Go and support it. Um, another speaking of prospect, another one that was off a sampler. This one slipped through the net when the this this things to come release came out. Um, Gareth sent me a bunch of stuff the other day, and because I, I said to him, "What was that tune that you played when we played back to back at Oblivion?" And I played it back to him. He's like, oh, that's the Denture Crisis. That's already out. Like, it's mm -hmm. already out on the thing. So anyway, I've put this in my next set and I wanted to play it because I didn't play it on the show yet. And I think it's fucking bangers. So I'm just going to play it. Let's go. <laughs>
begins with vibrations of objects in the world. go nothing super complicated just fucking kickers mate that's all i need that's good for me <laughs> <laughs> i love i love the variety in there the different kick drums there's the, like the hardcore there's a gabba kick drum in there there's like almost a raw style-esque kind of kick in there too i just love it and uh, i love mixing stuff like that it's good almost like a dj tool you know you can throw an acapella over the top of it you can do a long mix over the top of it i, I just fucking love is it is there so. anyone called dj tool <laughs> but I think Ash, you're on uh, mute, mate. This is definitely a DJ tour. Yeah, they yeah. do. Um, I got all his records. <laughs> I got all his records. <laughs> yeah. They're claiming responsibility for everyone. But, that's, them. but surely that's. Oh, right. So I thought that if I type DJ tool into Google, then he's obviously not going to be there because. There's going to be a million DJ tools, but apparently there is a DJ tool. There, look, he's on the Hall Berlin. Figure that. Nice. Okay. Yeah, cool. There you go. So that's one of my hot picks. And uh, one last track for the What's Hot. And I know we've played two outside agency tracks. I know, I know, but I haven't played this one. And this is fucking brilliant. And it's a good one to close the What's Hot with. So this is... The outside agency with Operation Thunderbolt. 18 hours ago, we lost a top. We've got a transponder fix on their position. About here. Apparently they straight off course. And we're fairly certain. So why don't you use the regular army? What do you need us for? We need the best. 
That's why you're here. shout to outside agency big shout to tom at sealand uh this is available now on bandcamp 2 uh, i'm gonna put the link in the chat if you don't already know it came out at the end of last year i didn't play it on the show and i wanted to uh it's a weapon um what more can i say go and get it go and get it right so that was the end of what's hot what's hot so now we're going to go into um, a little bit of ask questions, questions and answers. Oh, do you know what else is hot that I didn't tell you about that oh. is pretty, really bloody good? Um, I don't know if you're into kind of old 90s, dark, jungle you drum and bass stuff. Um, no. Do you remember no. DJ Crystal? Amen's <laughs> 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 and snares, no, bro. No, wait. I, that's I do. Not I love it, Greg. Never mind. I <laughs> love <laughs> jungle. I love jungle. Love dark jungle. 
I can't with the like thwonk, the like tunk. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. wait to hear what you have to say, Greg. But anyway, <laughs> DJ DJ Crystal, DJ. Do you, do you remember DJ Crystal? Warp drive, meditation. Oh my god, some of the best Amen tunes of the nineties. Anyway, so apparently back out of retirement and did a tune with Dom and Roland. So Dom and Crystal on uh, Overshadow, which is um, kind of the new moving shadow with kind of, um, yeah, just some amazing, amazing, weird, wonderful music. But um, yeah, there's a, there's an EP, Dom and Crystal. Um, the zero point track on it is firing. Absolutely Okay, amazing. how do you spell Crystal? Is it with a K or a C? C-R-Y-S-T-L. There's no A in it. Dom and Crystal, um, zero point, yeah? Yeah, man, it's fire. Let's, let's play this one just for us. It's, well, the, the intro's like, like three minutes. The, the intro's like three minutes long before, you even, before the breaks even kick in. So drop it from like about a minute 30 or something. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm doing the, the stuff and the things. Yeah. A uh, minute 30. Oh, shit. That wasn't meant to happen. Hold on. I'm doing it. One minute. Just in case 30. you want a bit of a, a bit of breakbeat throwback. Well, this is hold on. That's only one minute long. I love that. a breakbeat throwback. Oh, Dom. if you're on the Overshadow site, that's only a clip of it. I'm on YouTube, bro. Oh, is it on YouTube? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know either. I I just bought it off the uh, off the Overshadow site. Hold on. Anyway. Let me just Google it, bro. Um, overshadow zero point download. Yeah, I can't preview it then. Oh yeah, I can. Here we go. Let's do this. Not that one. Heavy. That's yeah, what there boy. is on the preview. Totally different. Nice. Totally different. What do you mean? Am I bugging? Like, no, no. <laughs> it's so. I don't know. Like that to me has so much like groove and like movement, and just so much of what falls. I mean, not to like. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of crossbreed like suffers from like similar stuff to like up tempo to um, yeah. other like genres that really define themselves in their genre-ness, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, um, it doesn't seek to stand as an independent piece of art from, like, the whole format of, like, crossbreed. Mm -hmm. Like, that to me is so good. And then I think a lot of hardcore drum and bass just, just does, it's not as soulful. I don't know. It, you know, the contrast, when you hear so much stuff is so clinically produced and so, like, trying to be perfect and stuff and when you hear something that's just raw and powerful and just feels like mm -hmm. it's smashed to fuck 
you're just like, wow. That's <laughs> just, exactly. suddenly, yeah, suddenly you suddenly just kind of go, fuck, I missed that. You don't even realize how much you missed it because you just, you know, you're in this world of of just like really cleanly produced well i'm not saying that isn't but it's you know that sounds raw and powerful to a point mm-hmm. where you kind of you know you kind of think wow i've kind of missed that sound of it yeah anyway just wanted to share that it's a beast it's Thanks. an absolute beast i'm glad you did Every, everything on my, um overshadow is is outstanding all right we're gonna do now we've got like i say 10 minutes any questions from the chat any questions that you have of Ash or Greg or I, now's the time. Fire them in the chat and we will answer within reason anything. So, yeah, go ahead. AMA. <clears throat> no, kill them all with that uh, with those aimens. Kill them all. I tell you what else is. I tell you what else is good. While people while people are thinking about it, some questions. I'm going to play another track. I'm going to play Zenith, Flowers of Intelligent, the ZMK remaster that's just come out. Because first of all, any excuse to play this track. Second of all, the remaster sounds sweet. So let's put that on. Shout out, Stefan. Yeah, Stefan. Big up, man. And uh, any questions? Robert, good night, buddy. Any uh, questions? Put them in the chat after this. We're going to come back and answer them. Let's go.
stuff of legend. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And no one more deserving than Stefan to to remaster that as well. It's just mm-hmm. fucking perfect. Um, if you want to get your hands on that, it's there's still some records available, but the transparent ones are all gone, I believe. I tried to get one and failed. Um, gone. But gone. Just whoosh. Um, originally came out in 1999. Six. Six. Damn it. Six. <laughs> oh, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everyone knew that apart from Joe. <laughs> no, I was... I. I if I'd have said it without looking at my screen, I probably would have guessed it, but I was reading it on here. It says, Flowers of Intelligence by Zenith, released 30th of June, 1999. That's on the Industrial Strength Bandcamp. So, That's 96. I'm sure it was 96. It was definitely not 99. Uh, listen, guys, I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> heresy, heresy. Hang him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 96. I've got the label in front of me. Yeah. Okay, I made a mistake. I've already gifted some subs today, so I won't do it again. <laughs> right. So, questions from the chat. Oh yeah, some good. There were some good ones in the chat. Yeah, there is some good ones. Uh, let's have a pick of some. Um, you should start with Super Tia Chatter, whatever his name is. Like the Super Chatter. I don't know what you call that shit. Is there a Super Chat? I don't oh, know. Oh, the, the ones oh that- Randy. Yeah, Randy's done a Super Chat. Um, Kilborn, is there an American DJ or producer that you feel doesn't get the exposure that they should get? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Um, let's see. How much time do we have? No. Um, as long as you want. <laughs> okay. First off, I would definitely say Plexos. Um, if you aren't already listening to Plexos, it's an incredible pro- Incredible producer out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Who'd have thought? Mm. Um, yeah, just, I mean, like, miles ahead of, like, what hardcore is right now. Like, really interesting kick drums, design. It's like a mix of feeling really clinical, but then also just, like, throwing it all into a meat grinder and getting something really nasty, um super prolific like how, i don't know how, how he's doing it how do you spell this oh, yeah. um so i think jay it. got it there but plexos p-l-e-x-o with a the techno o the techno o i think that's a greco awesome no he's so good um We've done a track together. I've done a remix for him. I'm sure there will be more. Um, mm. But other people would definitely say Buzzy, um, who I share the studio with. So clearly Gross. I'm not without, a, you know, mm-hmm. it's nepotism. But no, he's so good. <laughs> uh, we've played together. We have like... I think like five collab tracks we've made. Only one of them is out, but uh, on that record with the DJ producer. But his stuff is incredible. Like, and I know he just finished like a maybe like ten track record, all like two hundred plus. Um, it's nice. all in his machine drum. Like he's not even a computer in it, and mm, it wow. sounds so nice. good. Um, who else do we got? 
There's Helltech has a couple producers that are starting out here in New York. H-E-L-L-T-E-K-K. Nurse, who I mentioned, who does Body Bag. I mean... Such a cool name, Body Bag. Body Bag, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, For new people, though... I don't know. I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch, but definitely Plexos and Buzzy. I put all my weight cool. behind and playing the tracks every set. Really cool. So this, I assume, is Plexos, right? That's Plexos. Mm-hmm. Matt. Okay. I will check that. Oh, out. um, one, maybe one other. Uh, Aiden, A-I-D-E-N. Um, She's put out mostly techno so far, but she's like really into speedcore and like like micropunk, like that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope she has a lot of stuff like that. I hope that'll come out soon as well. Um, cool, awesome, yeah. good answer. Um, I've got a pick. Well, I've got one here from Jay. How does one go about getting ex- good exposure on socials, SoundCloud, etc.? Sure, it pays to be good, but even if you're good, it's a swamp of anything and everything out there. Yeah. Um, Don't ask to, me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think you'd, you need to pay attention to your visual representation of your brand, first of all. I think that's super important. Um, and the content that you're posting, you need to pay attention to things like the times that you post in it. Um, if you're doing advertising of any sort, you need to make sure you educate yourself on targeted audiences, making sure that if you are doing that sponsorship, you are hitting a demographic of people who give a fuck about what you're doing. Um, in the start, as well, encouraging your peers to like your stuff, reshare your stuff. People don't do that enough nowadays, to my opinion. Um, Everybody cares about fucking their favorite celebrity or whatever, but they're not coming and putting comments on likes on stuff that the mates are doing. Um, And that is due to an oversaturation of social media and people getting sick and and hammered by it. But it's, it's, it's a necessary evil, really um it it's not really an easy answer but i think that's some of the some of the main things from my experience is to have a a solid graphic design visual representation be clear in your communication short and clear think about the words that you're writing refine it remove all the excess words that you you don't need because people don't fucking want to read it they're lazy people have like goldfish at the moment they've been completely programmed by social media to take bits of information in a very small piece so short sentences high impact imagery that's <laughs> you're, just, you're just offending everybody on the chat <laughs> offending everybody you you're all you're all too stupid to read long sentences no, i'm gonna make it easy for you no i'm talking about people in general yeah, fuck it. It's true though, man. People all don't of them. fucking read it. You need to have a headline that hits home. The what that you need the first four words need to explain exactly what the fuck this post's about, or else people are scrolling. If the if you get them with that four words, then they're going to read the rest of the post, or they're going to go and look at it. It's it's really like that. You have to headline it. Sorry, I, hell, I, mean. I yeah, I uh, took over on that one. But if you've got anything no, to no, add, no. Ash, then no, go for could. it. It's kind of my yeah, bike. So. Ash, do, Ash, do you have a kind of strategy for social media rising? 
Oof. I mean, I'm trying. I feel like remember to post. Um, <laughs> that that's a good one. Set <laughs> <laughs> a, right, a calendar the notification. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know, though. It's hard. I think it's so, it's like such a inhuman, nasty, like interface to, that is mm-hmm. so necessary to communication of music. Mm. Um, yeah. I think I saw yeah. Dan Dormouse posted a, a one of his long meme threads. It was something just like shit posts for days, mate. right? Right. But <laughs> yeah. it was one. It was like, "Hey, I'm a DJ. Here's my shows." But first, a selfie and like seven memes or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like that. But that's that's another tactic, um, right? So you stack you stack a load of stuff up front that you know is going to get reactions. So Dan does shit posting. He'll post something like mm. Europeans ruined breakcore, and everybody comes on going, "Raw!" And Dan's like, "Fuck you! Th- thanks, <laughs> thanks for the boost in the algorithms." And then the next post is a link to his set because everybody's got eyes on it. Then do you see what I mean? It's you have to play the game with it, but. Sorry, Ash, you were you were talking. I talked over you a little bit. No, no, not at all. I mean, I think if there's some way that you can communicate to people that what you're doing isn't just rote, like it's something you care about and is specific to the moment mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that you're writing about it online. Like if you're like, if you're posting a track, you could like share the conditions in which you made the track or yeah. like, where you were in your life this kind of thing because um just as a consumer myself like i'm maybe more likely to even just in the syntax because joe's right you're just scrolling you're doom scrolling yeah you're not really taking any information and consciously it's all subconscious and if you see stuff that is framed not just as like what's up youtube new track dropping today like yeah (laughs) um Yeah. yeah You know, some kind of like realness or vulnerability. It, to, I think, to, yeah, people to touch see on that. touch on an emotion of any any kind is gold for that because if it's love or hate, fear, uh, you know, all of those things, or giving an insight into yourself uh, or sex, you know, the, all of those different things that are primitive to somebody to feel. If you can touch those, then you will get the response back. But it's when you start to fabricate those things that it just becomes disgusting so there's a balance right it has to be genuinely real so mm-hmm. uh, somebody who does it really well is christina christina's social media is very very good and it's always very genuine and and she's you can tell that she's got very good ethics and and but she lets you in and she will she will elaborate and it, i just like her posts it's uh i feel like too though she has like she's working at like a meta level as well like she's acknowledging the goofy aspects of all of this of like being like here's another show like please come like she's like mocking it but she's also showing like a a real personality yeah which is a delicate balance yeah and having humor and being able to see yourself like that and laugh at yourself with other people self-deprecating yeah super important man to to be able to do that and people will react to that because again it's a natural response because somebody knows what it's like to be laughed at and to laugh at other people. So it, it just taps into those primitive things. So one, Oh, sorry. Go, one go other ahead. thing that I loved that, uh, Frank and Nils did for their ghost in the machine, like LP, the full length, they wrote like a post on Facebook of about each song, like just kind of a blurb. And 
that for me was so sick because I already loved the LP, but then I was like, oh, now I know that mm -hmm. they puzzled over this synth for so long, or this is actually like a yeah. sample where you thought it was a synthesis yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit like that. I did, the, I did the same thing with both both my albums. I kind of broke down each track and talked about it. And it was like, it's a really nice, um, yeah, it's a nice reflective process as well yeah, to, to write that you. down. It's kind of like journaling, you know, kind of talking mm -hmm. about your stuff. And that's nice. I always encourage people to do that as well. It's, it's nice content to read and it gives an insight to the artist and allows mm. people to get past that wall that can somebody sometimes be there. So I hope that's helpful, Jay, and it answers your question a little bit. If you want any guidance, you know where I am, bro. Just come into my inbox and I'm happy to assist. Um, let's take another one. I'm just scrolling back up. Oh. Madra asked um, if we have any thoughts on Mad Dog's down tempo album, the pro uh, project type thing. Um, he likes how the the lines are blurred between hard between hardcore and techno are getting blurred, um, and curious what um, Ash and us think about that. I think it's great. I, to answer the first part of the question, I think the. The down tempo thing is great and fucking needed for somebody at that level to go, mm -hmm. hold on a minute, guys. It's all going a bit wrong, a bit crazy with this up tempo stuff. I'm going to go and do this and just to drop that and just, yeah, for me, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a mad dog stan as of like three or four years ago. I mean, I always liked like the, the early stuff and the just like straightforward mm -hmm. mainstream yeah. stuff. But um yeah, the both the down tempo and some of the faster tracks, like in my house, reset. Mm -hmm. Um there's a level of attention to like nuance in the sound design that you don't see even in like, you know, our world of hardcore that's more alternative and less commercial. Mm -hmm. You still don't see that. And I feel like uh yeah, his blending of like really high tech sounds and like really old school sounds is so yep. artful. I think yep. too, just to the point um, that Madro was saying uh, about HC or like hardcore and techno, uh, the lines being blurred. For me, that echoes, it's kind of like a horseshoe where early hardcore is less um, less easily defined from techno. Or like early rave stuff, maybe more so, um, where there's, uh, yeah, yeah, the sound design at the start of this genre felt a little closer, and it's like a return to mm -hmm. that. So yeah, 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 yeah love all all three of the records are really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, like you say, I think there's a level of um, respect and maturity in there with the music. Like say, it's it, it's respecting the past and like yeah doing it a kind of a modern take on it in a very kind of mature and you know kind of grown-up way um trying to stay true to that that kind of sound and stuff it's really really impressive really good cool and uh the, i love how the lines between hardcore and techno are being blurred yeah i completely agree completely agree welcome with open arms um more questions do a couple more do we got? Oh, I see Stefan saying that Mad Dog had the Hoer live stream. I really want to see that. I was excited. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it yet. I saw it passing. Um, I saw the clip like just scrolling Instagram. I was like, hold up, like what? <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
People asking Starving Insect if he can remake uh, Zenith Flowers of Intelligence. Has he has he replied was, on that yet? I think no. That was Stephen asked me, and I and I asked I asked Alex. I bet you bet you he could. I would put my house <laughs> on the fact that he could. <laughs> By the way, if anybody's listening and they haven't already checked out Starving Insect recreating the classic series on the Oblivion channel, then you should. Um, he's just dropped a new one, um, Bulldozer Project Arise remake. And uh, you should definitely go and check that on the Oblivion channel because it's really sick and he's got some new stuff coming as well. Really, really happy to have him on the channel. So cool. Um, yeah, yeah, he's fucking super intelligent, man. I love it. Um, judging by the... No, any more? Greg is working on a Zenith remix. Oh, that I've, been right? working, I've been working on that remix for <laughs> seven, seven I don't even uh, know I've lost count I've just had so many years this, this comes up so often he can't get it right God, <laughs> no <laughs> it's one of the it's, 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 it's one of those it's just going to take take me a lifetime to do you know <laughs> what I mean if it's, if it's not that good it's just what's the point it's got to yeah, be something say the that's song? just like wow what can you name the song but it Flowers of Intelligence wow yeah, it's hard to do. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I've done like I'm. I don't even know. I haven't. I haven't touched it for ages. I had to take a break. I got to version forty eight and I had to walk away. I've been <laughs> honestly. I've been doing it for like eight, nine years. I've lost even. I've lost count. I've had chats with Lenny about it. Lenny's like, "Yeah, I've got all the. I've got all the stems from the original studio session. I'll send them over." I'm like, "That's still not going to help me." Mm-hmm. So yeah, so many different versions and like a few I've played out on like small gigs and things like that, just to try it out and see what it feels like. And it's getting there and I feel like I'm kind of getting close and then nah, no, no, no. And then I like, I, yeah, give myself a slap and I realize like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Get the killer mic samples out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just smash an air <laughs> siren on it. There we go. <laughs> 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 Oh God! Um, a couple more um. questions. Um, there wasn't a wealth of questions there. Okay. All right. Well, See, Ash, uh, a question for you from me. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Any advice for aspiring and up-and-coming DJs and producers based on your experience? Mm. I think the advice that I'm also trying to take to heart right now is um, it's really easy to get locked up in the question of what's hot and what is like marketable at any level about music. But, Mm -hmm. I mean... um, case in point like the zenith record like what will be relevant to all of us decades from now mm-hmm. um it's going to be records that really have this vision of um heaviness and beauty and impact uh that um what's the word that stand outside of time and trends so like transcend. making transcend exactly tr- truly transcendent Mm-hmm. trans transcendent music mm-hmm. um so yeah i think finding that in your own music like obviously we're all working within a larger um a conversation about music but to making stuff that 
stands on its own and will matter to us in time. And that's what I'm trying to do as well. I hear you. Yeah. I'm just trying to translate whatever this is. (laughs) You've got a question in a different language. Have have you tried to translate the music, the notes they use? How do you scale to give an encrypted message? Just right-click and translate to English. You're in Chrome. I see. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think from the (laughs) same person, I see a question about cyberpunk collab with AI. Oh, let's talk about AI. I love talking about AI. I just just have been hanging out with a friend who does, uh, she has like game design. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it is about, um, because you can't adequately write music for an infinite number of choices that the user can make. It's Mm -hmm. about instead creating a system that responds to it. And I don't know. Didn't Amon Tobin do that with Splinter Cell? He did a Aaron Tobin did a Splinter Cell game about 10 years ago, and the music changed depending on the. I mean, this is a very early version of this. Mm. Depending on like what you would do, like if you got closer to an enemy or you know, further away, or whatever it is you were trying to do. And he wrote all these different pieces that would kind of almost like became like d- different modular pieces that would work depending on the scene that you were working in. So it's, it's slightly different, obviously. It's not, you know, um, generative or anything like that but kind of interesting and um if you'd like a bit of alan tobin it's worth checking that back catalog stuff yeah games he did back in the day but yeah that's super interesting ash yeah this person we were taking a walk and this person matt bach was like um she was like so they they released with a game that they worked on recently they released a, a vinyl of it Mm-hmm. And they were explaining like the vinyl wasn't written until someone played the game through and they recorded it. Wow. And that was just to my mind, like, wow, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole nother way of understanding music. Because mm-hmm. again, like what you were saying, if you're um, uh, for this game in particular, it's like a jazz, um, like kind of like free jazz wow. yeah. soundtrack. And as you, for example, as you killed more and more enemies, you got more and more out of the pocket of the beat mm-hmm. to like fuck you up. So like when you're starting, <laughs> wow. you're grooving and when you're doing good, it's like testing you sonically. Yeah. 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 Wow. Anyway, I don't have a clear answer to that, but I think it's really interesting mm-hmm. how those two might meet. I saw um, <clears throat> passing the other day that somebody was trying to press charges on one of the AI based image creation platforms Mm. because they've got like a hundred billion images that they've scraped from the internet that helps them generate their AI and Mm. they were being trying to be sued for what their tool does. I'm interested to see how that pans out into the future because you have to get the information to make that work and that applies to all AI, right? And somebody owns that shit somewhere along the lines. Mm -hmm. It It sounds sounds like the stuff that's public um, but Where's, yeah. where's the line, you know? It, it, yeah. it sounds like the stuff that Refik... Um, have you heard of Refik Anadol? Um, he's like a really, really amazing artist. Joe, can you throw throw up his page on the uh, on the screen? Yeah, I can. Spell it. Uh, R-E-F-I-K. Yeah. Refik Anadol. A-N-A-D-O-L. Yeah, okay. Got it. So he... Like, man, this guy's on a different planet. So he... He uses like millions and millions of data points to um, 
to create like digital art. Um, his, I mean, his stuff's been in some of the most amazing museums in the world. He's, this is incredible stuff. Oh shit. But, but click on it. You, oh, do you remember the thing we went to in, um, in Tokyo? Tokyo. Yeah. 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 Kind of like vibes like that. But I mean, th- yeah, this guy is like, he's top of top of the game right now. Um, I don't know what you're looking at there. The fucking video, bro. Come on. Look, oh, this oh there we go. There we go. He did this got this this screen on the on the beach. <clears throat> right, here we go. Put the audio up. I don't know if it's about the audio, but yeah. Uh, buffering. <laughs> Please hold caller. <laughs> got amazing graphics, but shit servers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Team Lab. Thank you, Wanda Banda. Team Lab, yeah, that was where we went. Oh yeah, we yeah. went with Wanda, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, this so this guy does so the, the so it's not just art. I mean, the, what he does is um, like completely generative, based on like millions of data points. Like he'll suck in like the entire I don't know NASA database or something and turn all the points into these kind of like um, generative. I mean, look at this stuff. This is crazy. That's sick. Yeah, he does. He does some really, really cool stuff. In fact, Ash, I think he had something at MoMA recently mm. um, that might be worth really? checking out. But yeah, how, how this... is this there? Like a month ago? Oh wow! Yeah, I think he had something at MoMA very recently. Wait, um, say the name one more time. Refic Anadol. I wonder. I mean, it's like it's stuff like this. The thing he had in MoMA was like this, and on a on a huge um, screen. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, kind of people that are using data points to create art and stuff like that. Wow, that's bonkers. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Can you show the fractal T-shirt? Somebody says in the chat. I don't know what the fractal T-shirt is. I'm not sure either. Uh, Greg, can you post up a link to that Eminem AI rap thing from the last show? I told people about it, but I couldn't find it. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Thingy.ai. I can't remember. AI rap thingy. <laughs> a deep beat is thing that is there. Uh, that's I not literally... it. That, cre- that creates rap lyrics for you based, oh, on, okay. based on, like, the uh, database is all the famous rap songs it's in the Uber world. Duck. So you could... That was it, Uberduck AI. Jay, I literally wrote in AI rap thingy and got it. So you <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> there you go, bro. It's in the chat. Cool. Uh, anyway, okay. that was fun. Uh, yeah. Any more questions? Or if not, then we will close this shit down. <clears throat> Ash, yep. I'm going to close it. Thank you very much. It's been a show. pleasure. It's been awesome been to have you on. Thanks so guest. much, Ash. When are you coming over so to, uh, to wonderful Europe again? Mm, I'm coming for the first time as Balter. No, Bangface. Oh, Balter. Joe, you, you were at Balter. Both of them. Yep. Am I going to Balter? I don't know yet. This year's okay. going to be a different year for me for a few reasons, but you'll find out more about that soon. Ooh, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's working the tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working tickets. Working. I'm working the toilets, mate. I'm doing the aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you've been a great guest. It's been a nice uh, insight into your world and your background. And I'm very thankful that you've come on. 
And uh, I see you doing big things and I wish you all the best for the future. And I look forward to seeing you when you're over in Europe too. So uh, yeah, big up. And uh, yeah. thanks thanks again, Greg, for being my amazing co-host. Always, bro. Um, thanks to everyone in the chat. Big up. Thanks to everyone who helps behind the scenes. Uh, shout out to Jay on the new blood cam for helping out with all the graphic design, all the mod squad behind the scenes. That's looking after the chat, making sure there's no dickheads in there. Um, respect. We love you. Um, we need a picture for the thumbnail. So we've got to do a little face for the social media. Mm. That'll do. <laughs> there you go. There's the thumbnail. Look, Jay in the chat, thumbnail, thumbnail. That's his job. He loves that. <laughs> Um, don't forget tomorrow is detest day. If you've got or pre-ordered the record, it's coming. In fact, Tia fucking got it. I'll give you a little tease. Ooh, it's a bit much. Um, yeah. So we're going to leave on our something different. And today... Oh, just before you go, I'm playing in um, oh. Rotterdam in a couple of weeks th on a Thursday night um, uh, next to Worm, little small thing, me, Denture Crisis. Um, yeah, a few people um, doing a Thursday night thing, just playing some tunes. So if you're if you're in in the, in Rotterdam or in the, in the neighbourhood, come say when, hi. What date? Thursday something. Oh, <laughs> amazing i'll block it 16th, in 16th two weeks, 16th. Two weeks. Right, i'll so come, I'll and come up. on the 8th if you or no on the 12th if you're in bangkok thailand i'll be playing an entertainment project oh i'll see you there wicked you well if you're if you're in belgium i'll be playing call of duty for <laughs> 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 um, right so yeah let us know the date greg because i'll come over for that Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Right, 16th, we're gonna, Thursday 16th. We're going to leave you guys on something different. Um, today, something different is Ruby My Dear, Babin. Oh, nice. Um, with the video. So until next time, peace out. We love you. Peace. Bye. Nice. Very nice.